Welcome back to the Attack Podcast. <laughs> I was gonna. Hold, I was thinking about holding it for as long as possible. Uh, but anyway, welcome back to the Attack Podcast. As always, I'm your host, a guy ordering pizza for a large group, Jay. And join us always. Join us always is my co-host, the one guy who wanted wings, <laughs> Z. How are we doing today, Z? I'm doing all right, Jack. Uh, that's that's good. Here we are. Back in person. 101 episodes. Never to be separated again. Never. Except, Top never. Good I don't think we'll ever be apart as long as we live. Because um, if we do, we'll die. I'm pretty Probably sure. Probably not in the, in the you know, very near future. Very anyway. near future. Maybe next week. Here are, Jack. We talked a couple weeks ago about how uh, we ordered some lightsabers for Black... Not Black Friday. Well, it's like Star Wars Black Friday for May the 4th. Now they're here, Jack. You've held it in your hand. How do you feel? You feel powerful? I feel like a god. Feel like you could you could slay a wampa. I could kill any man. You could slay a rancor. Slay any number of creatures in Star Wars. And that's, he, that's I mean, going off the stuff. I mean, that's what they're best for. I right? could kill so many kids with this. Uh, yeah, that's that is unfortunately <laughs> what they're used for sometimes too. And he was right to do that. Be like a Paul Atreides. I was uh, that. That's what it is. I couldn't think of why I was doing this, and I was like Padres a subtle Dune reference. May thy knife chip and crack or whatever. May my sandworm dig a big hole or whatever he says. So. Yeah, that, that lightsaber will be yours for the low, low price of, you know. Undisclosed amount. Yep. But you better you better get on that, you know. The interest is accruing daily, so. Daily? You're going to want to you're gonna wanna square that up. Oh, careful, Zach. You can you see the lady on the way out. You only have 448 hours left of recording space in your computer, so really use them wisely. Damn. All right, yeah. That's a good point. Good thing there's no Star Wars show ending, or we'll use all of that <laughs> by this point. But, um... Classic. Uh, I got to actually, I have a surprise uh, topic here real quick, right off to start. We're starting with a surprise topic? Yes, we are. I wrote down the little note that you wanted me to write down about it, and I underlined it so you wouldn't forget. Thank you, thank you. Not that one. It's a different surprise. There's two. There's two surprise that's, topics? That's the thing. That's the surprise. Oh. All right, so this actually will harken back to an earlier topic from, from many moons ago. How many moons? At, well, many of them. I, I couldn't okay. say. Uh, that Jack did on me. <gasps> oh, we're bringing it back. Uh, this is fun. So this week... In a group chat with me. No, I shouldn't go first. Friend of the show, Colin, Jack, and myself. Is that how you do it? Is that proper grammatically? Mm-hmm. It'd be Colin, Jack, and I. Colin, Jack, and I. Why can't I say myself? What's wrong with that? I'm just saying, whatever. Don't get bogged down. <laughs> uh, I'll turn on you so fast. Well, so Jack said, kill yourself <laughs> to somebody. <laughs> and so the <laughs> game we're going to play here for everyone at home is, who did he say it to and Why? Ooh, an added layer. I like this. We're really up in the ante. So, option one is it was directed at me because I said One Piece was mid and Attack on Titan was peak. Ooh. Two, it was directed at Colin because he sent a picture of Jack slacking off at work with the caption, (laughs) Jack doing what Jack does best. (laughs) Three, it was directed at me because Colin cursed you for an Oathbreaker and a Kinslayer and forsook you and your descendants for all time, but in your rage... You misread the center of the message and directed your anger unjustly at myself. Or four, it was directed at both of us because we sent you a group selfie of us going down your favorite slide at the local water park without inviting you. So we'll give, our, give a minute for everyone to buzz in at home. Pause the episode. Talk amongst yourselves if you're with a group. And I mean it. I'll know if you didn't pause. We'll know. We'll if, know. You send us the, if you send us a tweet with the answer trying to claim the special prize, but you, you listen to the end beforehand, we'll know. We'll, we'll test out these new lightsabers on you. We'll be glad you sent us a tweet because no one's ever done that yet. Shh, come on. Oh, yeah. sorry. I mean, everyone sends us tweets. Yeah. All yeah. right. So the answer was ding, ding, ding. Uh, number two. It was directed at Colin because you were slacking off at work. No one's slacking. There's nothing to do. 
I'm the male guy. Yeah, I... but that was the 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 premise of the picture and and the accompanying caption was that you were slacking off. I guess that's regardless fair. of the reality. I wasn't there, so who can he say? He shaped the narrative. It's our it's my word against Collins. Exactly. And that man And he got he got out first, which is all that matters in the media nowadays. Which is, it's the worst, it's Collins. The lamestream media, am I right? <laughs> Woke agenda. So much so for much the hour <laughs> left. I think Robert E. Lee said that. It's true. <laughs> it's true. It's oh, true. Good stuff. Okay, Jack. Let's do some actual topics. That's maybe. a fun topic. What do you think? Uh, sure. Do you want to do a guy's name? Yeah. Well, oh, I figure we do a guy's name. All right, what should we do? Should we do? Let's do Dave, Jack. Let's do right, Dave. Dave. It's the fabled Met Gala episode. We've been waiting on for a minute. Mm. It's like we called. I mean. It's got everyone in it. It's got Don the Man Cheadle. That's right. It's got evil Jack Harlow. <laughs> so good. Okay, before we get into that, so the the premise is, yeah, they're doing the Met Gala. Following up on last week, him and Robin are still a thing. I don't know what's going on there exactly. She's like, I guess visiting more? I can't admit. She, they're there for like, like she's there for like two weeks at a time. You think or, it's the same period or is it It might be the same occasion? period. Because they just got the elephants. Maybe it's the same period? Yeah, but maybe they just following up on the elephants still. That's true. Regardless. They're hanging out. They got something going on. We're jumping around to all the supporting cast. Uh, Mike is continuing the relationship with the publicist. There's a little bit of friction because he seems to maybe into it more than she is. She's wanting to keep things casual. And he wants to get down. And That's dirty. fun. That was a funny scene, I thought. Oh, yeah. Um, Allie's got a bizarre situation teaching at school. She's a high school teacher now, which I feel like she's, she jumped up again, right? Because season two, she goes from like... Kindergartners to like, like middle schoolers yeah. of some kind. Now she's at a high school, and one of her students makes a TikTok saying he wants to fuck her. She gets she gets she confronts him directly, which I mean, yeah, insane thing to do, Allie. Yeah, that wasn't gonna go well. So <laughs> she starts screaming at him in the hall. So she gets suspended suspended from her job. Um, and he's like, maybe you should be like a I don't even know what the term would be. Coordinated from she wants yeah he wants her to coordinate him. His charitable efforts and I don't know, making sure he's uh all doing PC the right thing. and mm-hmm. woke, I guess. I don't know. Um, but then he's got to do the he's going to do the Met Gala. Oh yeah, and he wants to make a big statement somehow, and because it's his first one, and he wants to make a big splash. And he's like, I don't actually care about any of this because Robin's all like, Oh my god, you go to the Met Gala, but he's like, I don't even care. But then, uh, so they're like, I'm going to do a big splash, and he's like, I, What's the big statement? Is he make a big suit? That he's going to wear that's actually, he's going to pull a cord on and it, he'll inflate to be a big globe. Because of, of global warming. He's doing a global warming thing. Yeah. And so then, I mean, just the, the Met Gala hijinks ensue, right? Mm-hmm. Basically. He meets Don Cheadle. And Don, Don Cheadle's the first one. Yeah. Right? The he, first big celebrity. And he's like, Don Cheadle's like, oh my gosh, I know you're a little dicky. I'm a big fan. He's like, oh my gosh. Don Cheadle, he's like, you want to smoke a joint with me and Denzel Washington? He's like, oh, yes, I do, Don Cheadle. Absolutely. I don't even know if it goes to that type of things. Like, has Don Cheadle been to the Met? I don't know how the Met Gala works. I don't know what it is. I don't know what the guest list consists of. How it many people go there? It seems to be anybody at this point. Is it anybody? But it, it's not really, right? It's not actually just a bunch of celebrities. Or maybe it is. I just mean it's not that many, is it? Don't you kind of have to put on the show and do the costume? You can't just show up in a suit, do you? Some, I think some of them. I mean, I, I know got no the, fucking clue. What am I saying? Do. Some of them, because, I don't know. Why am I even? We're, it doesn't matter. But Don Cheadle's there. The things we don't know about. Don Cheadle's doing a... You know, it's like everyone in this show where they're like, you know, he's a ridiculous version of himself. Mm-hmm. Down the man Cheadle. <laughs> I like when he was like, they're like, Don uh, Cheadle, what are you doing next? And he's like, you know, some Marvel shit. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> so that was very funny. 
And then next, and when Dave's up there, he's considering pulling the cord. And one of his contacts falls out, so he's fumbling around. He can't remember the little spiel he's supposed to give. And then his nemesis, Jack Harlow, appears. Mm-hmm. Um, this is Jack Harlow playing evil Jack Harlow. Because <laughs> he's like so just you. a dick to him the whole time. Very much my favorite part of this episode. Yeah. It was Jack Harlow for sure. I thought he killed it. Um, I don't have any strong opinions about Jack Harlow as a guy outside of this. I mean, I've heard of him, but I got—I don't even know. He makes like rap music as well, right? Or yes. Is he... Okay, cool. He's like, a, but he's not like a—he's more of a serious rapper. MGK and uh, Megan Fox were there, which is what I called at some point. Yeah, they asked how big his dick was. Yeah, <laughs> like how big's your cock? He's like, what? What are you talking? What? Um, tell us. I like that they followed up on the thread from the. When he died episode. Yeah. Where MGK was like, I'm sorry. Oh, I feel so bad about what happened in Germany. And and he had a chance to actually confront him and be like, I I've never been to Europe. I don't know what yeah, you're I talking about. Don't, don't have to apologize for the Holocaust, man. <laughs> He's like, what? He's like, that's not what I was talking about. Um, But yeah, so he basically, he, he, he gets cold feet and doesn't want to do it. And he's getting all nervous and he can't say what he was actually supposed to say. So then he's just like, I guess I'll just actually go in and hang out. Um, Time to get it. I think I like this sequence as well a lot, actually, where... um. He gets in and it's like this weird, you know, cultish celebrity, yeah, like cultish Illuminati type of thing that we all imagine the the parties of Hollywood are like, the you know the rich and elite mm-hmm. where they're like, you know, it is. There's only one Met Ball, <laughs> and that was fight over the Met Ball. And so Phineas and who's the other guy, Travis Barker, yeah, are gonna fight over the Met Ball like that. I like how even in the show, everyone there are multiple people are like, who's who's that? Who's Phineas? <laughs> Old Dick is like, who's Phineas? <laughs> who's this? That was good. But then it was just a prank that they pull on the... The first years. The first years. Which I think was fun. And that leads into the, the main Jack Carlo confrontation. Or one of them. He's like, look, this guy fell for it. He fell for it. And I totally just, believed it. I thought this was so... This had me die. And they're, they're, they're a little, like, petty. Back and forth. Squabbling. Mm-hmm. <laughs> how much... How so much taller Jack Carlo is compared to Little Dicky. He's just like a... He was like 6'2", six, 6'3", six, Jack Carlo. And Little Dicky's not that tall. He's towering over him. <laughs> So good. Isn't that stupid puffy suit? Yeah. His shoulders are so big. Very funny. But they both get some licks in, I think. They do. I thought it was I thought it was real good. Um and so he's just having a bad time. Forgot to do it. Jack Carlos embarrassed him. So he's talking with Allie about how to fix it. And then he just and then Rachel McAdams is there. Just appears. I yeah. did we talk about her being in this? Well not yet. I mean like pre- I don't no, I don't think she was you mean like no, yeah. I don't think she was mentioned. mentioned I think it? perhaps because maybe she's not a uh cameo. Right, she's more like if she shows up in another episode, she oh, might just yeah. you know have a role in the show. You know, I was surprised. I was like, "Holy shit!" I'm like I, at first, I was like, "Is that Rich McAdams?" Or am I confusing who that is? And then they said, "Like, oh, okay, that is who I thought it was." And then cool. like, she's like, "I need a charger," so they're just chatting, having a good time. And he's like, "How do I get on the celebrity the bathroom selfie?" And then I'll do my I'll do this globe thing in there. Um, so that happens. Need we? <laughs> He hides in the stall waiting for them to do the selfie, yeah. and then they all eventually pile in. So it's all just the main... It's all the actual celebrity guest yeah. stars they got, right? Mm-hmm. So it's, like, not that many people, all things considered. Yeah. It's everyone we've already mentioned. Well, no, I don't... Is, is Phineas on there? I don't think no, so. he wasn't on there. Jack Travis Harlow and the... Megan Fox. Megan Fox and them, and Travis Barker and... Don Cheadle. Don Cheadle, and also David Dobrik. <laughs> yes, I... I David and that Emma girl... <laughs> he's not in the same class, is he? No, I suppose not anymore. I think he's canceled. Come on. Is he gone? David Dobrik was has never been to a Met Gala. Fuck off. <laughs> never done with Don Cheadle. He's not hanging out with Don Cheadle. But whatever. Don the man. There's no way. Da- yeah. I mean, again, it's all fictionalized versions of all this, but there's no way 
Charlie Ludicky even still is bigger than David Dobrik. Maybe, Maybe not though. I don't know. It's a, well, it's like the weird thing where like they don't respect the the uh, you know the establishment. People don't esta- don't respect internet people anyway. So no, even though everybody the traditional things, the traditional media mm-hmm. folks. Also, there's a part where while he's in there, like Don Shield comes in and is having a conversation with somebody, but he's be, just coming be, off really poorly. <laughs> being a shitty celebrity, being like, "I'm not a fentanyl." Shut up. <laughs> yeah, he's doing. He's talking about all the drugs he's doing, and he. What did he leave? Is it like a wallet? It's some something. Some kind of his belonging was left at the Statue of Liberty. Oh yes, yeah, like fuck white. And it people. says fuck white people for somehow. <laughs> I don't know. Just craziness. It, it clearly it's to get us to be like, oh, I guess Don Cheadle sucks too. Because then what? So what he has to do later? Where then? <laughs> Jack again. The Jack Harlow interaction. Is so yeah. Funny. <laughs> he's like, mm, you took a shit, did you? Let me. I'll sniff it, and he's just like literally like sniffing. I was like, no, I don't think you did. I'm from Kentucky. I know shit. And you didn't. You didn't take a shit, man. You were waiting for us. You never been to Europe? That's embarrassing for you, dude. Really, it is. Oh, good stuff. Um, and then we're gonna. And then he's like, well, I guess I'll just do it in here, right, with all the celebrities. I'm gonna. And he's like, get on in here, boys. I'm gonna explode next to you. But then Rachel McAdams squeezes her way in, and he doesn't want to because she's she's all nice. Yeah, she's nice. And he's too. got no spine. He's yeah. a coward, really, is what this episode comes down to. He's got a coward's to. heart. But the whole time, he's like, I don't even care about this stuff. I don't need celebrity pecking order. This, this blows. I don't know. How are we supposed to feel about that, Jack? Is he trying to get with Mitchell McAdams? Well, I feel like that's the thing. But I just mean in terms of, like, he didn't stand for anything. He didn't stay true to any of his principles. <laughs> I don't think he... Well, he doesn't really have a lot of principles. Yeah, I guess, well, that's the thing, isn't it? Like the episode where he's stuck in the house, and he's like, Mom, what are our, what are our values? <laughs> it's like, Dave, what? <laughs> I guess so, right? I mean, that's, yeah. that's the thing. But I mean, they kind of dress upon it in season two when he like meets his like self in the when he falls in that just rabbit hole of his mind. Yeah, he's like, stop thinking about everything. Every, not everything's a choice to be decided from all angles. That's what's stopping you because you're too afraid to actually make a choice. I think that's it's not something he's gotten over yet. That's something he obviously does with throughout. Um, we haven't touched on the subplot of this. Yeah, it's gonna get to yeah. Well, we yeah, well we can finish up Dave thing. Yeah, I was gonna say I don't know like. The whole, again, the beginning, he's all like, oh, I don't even care about this kind of stuff. This isn't important to me. I'm reinventing myself. But then when he gets there, he immediately just, he folds immediately, right? Oh, yeah. <laughs> Not even close. He's just like, oh, oh, yeah. Time and time again. So, I don't know. Yeah, it is interesting. I, be, at the same time, though, is he really a bad guy for not being an obnoxious maniac who explodes on a red carpet into a 40-foot globe? Probably not. Probably not. I don't know. Sometimes you don't have to do that, because that makes you seem more like an, a prick. Yeah, and they're even, they said that, they're like, well, you're going to get banned for life if you do this. He's like, well, I don't even care. I, I don't, I don't even care. But he did care, didn't he? Care. And then Ashley like, goes off. Right yeah, at the, well, end. At the end, at the very end. We don't get to see it, because I don't think he had the money for that. Who? No, I don't think so, too. I was expecting the whole time, and then when they when they did that in the credits, I was like, oh, of course. That's needlessly expensive. <laughs> yeah, just for, like, a shot. How This seems like take days and days and yeah, probably. blow out their budget. Uh, and then right at the end, he, like, uh, r- not Rachel... Yeah. What do you Robin. mean? Robin. Oh, yeah. Robin texts him. Yes. And he's like, you meet anybody cool? And he's like, gonna tell her. And then he's like, nah, I'll just say I miss her and I didn't mm. want to hang out here. So he's still putting that on. It's just interesting. I was like, why is he playing it off? Like, he doesn't want to seem like he went back on that or didn't want to seem like he enjoyed himself or... Well, I... Yeah, it feels a little dishonest almost. Yeah, definitely. Well, he doesn't want to tell her that he... Well, because at the end they exchange numbers. Like, mm. I guess, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely see, but... The implication seems to be that they're going to go on like an actual date, him and Rachel McAdams. Seems like it. So, and he doesn't want to tell her, which again is just he's folded immediately. Mm. Beginning of this episode, he's all like, oh, I love her maybe or whatever. Maybe we're boyfriend and girlfriend and all this. 
And then just to meet, <laughs> again, folds. Stands for nothing. Yeah, he's like, oh, Rich McAdams talked to me. Which is a thing he did last season as well. With the Doja Cat episode. Is that, oh, I thought it was, I, I know, I thought it was this season. Where he had that other girl who was like, they seemed to have something going on. And then he was just like, ah, no, I'm going to hang out with Doja Cat. And then he fumbled then he, Doja yeah, Cat. he fumbled Doja Cat pretty heavy, so. I think he's going to fumble Rachel McAdams because he, I mean, he's got it. He's crazy. He's crazy. He's he a weirdo. He can't, no. Yeah. He thinks about being a. He probably end up, yeah, he'll probably ruin them both because they're not going to have Chloe And maybe Benny. get back with Allie. Maybe. That would be, that would make a lot of sense. I feel maybe like, in a bad for way. The show. Yeah. That seems like where we're headed. In a bad way. Yeah, in a bad way. How do you mean? Well, I don't mean, like, it won't be, like, it'll be like in a sign of weakness, but like, well, I have to go back to what I know. Like, no. I won't actually move on. Like, I know he said, like, how he said when they actually met up. An episode where Ali turns up with a tour, and they're like, "No, it's good that like you didn't get back with me because then I would have like folded. And it would have been bad for my mental health." But I don't think he's be right. They actually, really moved on from that because they're both. Well, again, we talked about like earlier this season. It definitely seemed to set up something there where mm-hmm. Ali's not doing super hot right now either. So yeah, I know that she's spending from her job yeah, and like yeah. Dave's getting all her stuff. They're having to spend more time together. I mean, it's tough as well because like I I hate to say it, but she she doesn't have as much to do in the show when they're not together. Yeah, I don't. I, it seems like on some level, like, he didn't want to get rid of the character, probably because, like, well, you know, give the actress herself a job and all that, like, you know, like, in mm-hmm. real life kind of reasons. So, I guess either, yeah, maybe they are never going to do that, but I feel like as long as she's around in the show, people, like, ourselves included, are going to, like, wonder about it. Yeah, for sure. Whereas the maybe the more clean thing would to have just not had her be in the show again after season one mm-hmm. or two, or I don't know. I don't know. I got another but yeah, that could be. That would make sense. I mean, do 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 we think they're endgame, Jack? Ultimately, um, it's no. Weird. I don't know. I don't think. I don't think they should be together because I think, like, I don't. Like, I don't think they. None of them have really changed enough to be like together. Because when they're together, they kind of. And she's kind of. Like she said she's just kind of an emotional support pet for him to like make him feel better about himself. And he's kind of got to. He's got to stop doing that. I mean, he keeps trying to learn this lesson, but it's it's kind of hard for him to get past this. Well, no, he makes he makes steps right he does yeah, he's making steps baby steps yeah so it's a bit of two steps forward one step back a lot i think mm-hmm. well i mean if he was just a perfectly normal like solved person then there would be no drama for the show right well of so. course but yeah like with uh the finale last season and i think like the what's her name britney episode is that it this season um mm-hmm. i think those all were like moments where it's like oh no he's he's actually he actually got it yeah <laughs> someone got through to him at least so Someone's talking straight to him. He's like, oh, wait, maybe I'm a little crazy here. Yeah. I mean, the thing I always come back to is just, again, it's so weird because he's writing it. And again, it's very, this is some kind of version of the real life person. It's also weird and so layered. Kind of weird and like, yeah. And again, and I think that Ali as a character is probably based on a real person from his life. Mm-hmm. And that's weird. So it's like, would he write a story where, like, and then we end up together happily ever after? Probably not, right? Like, that would be strange, wouldn't it? It would be very strange. It'd be like the music video he makes in the show for that, his first love. It'd be like, this feels, you feel thinking about this? This is, got to put all this time to, like, work this out in front of all these people. Yeah, it's a very good point. It's like, hmm. Or if you were making a show, would you just be like, and then my character does get to be happy, because why not? Because it's fake. I don't know. Yeah. I could. I guess I could see it both ways. That's why you don't write a show about yourself. Cause then, I mean, it seems hard. I wouldn't. I wouldn't yeah, I'd struggle with it. I don't have an interesting life to make a show about in the first place. But even then, true. I'd be like, eh, I feel like I want to keep those very separate for my own sake. Yeah, you. Yeah, I would think so. So we have. A then sec- again, I mean, what do we? I mean, what do we do? How many shows do we have? Got about enough. 
<laughs> oh, you have enough shows, do you? You have enough? I could probably television series. Yeah, yeah, I could cable television. So okay, I mean, I could do one more, maybe. Okay, you could squeeze more. one more in. I know you're a very busy man. I wouldn't want to be too gratuitous. I got so much time not playing Star Wars games. You want me to play <laughs> or watching TV shows? I should watch until the last possible moment. <laughs> Incredible. I'm like, oh, all right, got Oh, I gotta watch Rebels. Totally forgot about Rebels just now. Gotta watch Star Wars and that. I'll get there. Wait, was that real? Was that a real moment? Just I just remembered that I have to watch Rebels. <laughs> what do you mean? You just what do you? I re-remembered. I was like, oh, I do gotta watch Rebels. Jesus still. Christ! Once I start, it'll be fine. So the. <laughs> So the subplot you were alluding to before is uh, Gata. Gata's on like a celebrity mental health panel, like having a giving a talk kind of thing. I, I couldn't tell the exact context of what was involved there. Yeah, but he doesn't know what a panel is. It's not not seemingly. No, and then Elsa's like, "You're gonna make an ass of yourself, dude. Yeah, you got to be kind of like professional, you know, like like because he's all like, "Oh, well, I'm gonna you know tell like it is. I'm gonna be real. This is what they want." And Always got my Elsa's gander. Like, out. No, you can just kind of like be normal and just yeah, yeah. speak about what the yeah. That's affected you. Expected you of, yeah, just basically be normal. <laughs> he's like, yeah, he's got to get his gander up, you know. And it, and Demi Lovato's there. That's one of the cameos we. I think we've talked yeah, about. Demi, yeah, it was very heavy because then Demi Lovato wasn't even at the Met Gala, but she was just in this episode anyway. So good for her, I guess. Yeah. Uh, them. Them. I think. I think it's them now. Incredible. Uh, and then it. He just swears a lot, and they're like laughing. He's like, "Why are you laughing?" And he like kind of like goes on tangents himself. He's like, "Oh, and this, and also I didn't know my father." And my aunt's my mom, and I call her my mom because I don't know my mom. It's like, gotta get yeah, it's stuff. nonsense, right? Like he doesn't really make any coherent points, but they're all just like incredible. <laughs> so great, thank you we for sharing. It. Thank you for sharing, Gata. That was very moving. And then Elsa's sitting up there, like in like a little not doing like, the sound, doing the yeah, doing the sound. And a guy comes up and he's like, "Hey, I'm doing a reality show. Can I?" Gata would be interested. He's like, "Gata just wants to be famous. Friday is <laughs> necessary, so he will absolutely do this." Mm-hmm. There we go. That's fun. So I probably set up. Uh, the last two episodes here. Yeah, look at that. We're already Get coming up on the end. end. Good stuff. Good I think stuff. I, saw, I feel like I saw how many seasons they were in. I thought it was. I think it was brought up. So probably quick Google. Four or five. I want to say he had an end in sight, though. Maybe not. <laughs> I will write this show forever until I die. I'll never release a new album in the real world. <laughs> people, you know, I think I, I mentioned this right. People, um, after, during the last season. People were like, oh, I bet he's going to drop a, the album at the end of the season. You think it's going to happen this time? No, I don't think he, I don't think he'll drop a new album. I mean, I, I think we've talked about it a little, right? But like, all the songs he's got, seemingly. Well, that, I was just going to say, like, he's not, like, the 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 trajectory of his career is so, like, strange. Because mm-hmm. it's not really, like, and he's talked about, it. again, he's very, I think I have mentioned this at least once. Yeah, yeah. But it's, he's been very vocal about it as well. Is that basically, he started doing the rap thing as a way to do stuff like this. To make like TV, and he wants to write movies and and be in like he wants to be more of like a you know Hollywood actor comedy actor guy, mm-hmm. right? And uh, I don't know somehow along the way he's like I guess it would be easier to be a rapper, which I mean in his specific instance it turned out it was correct, right? Yeah, because he did pretty well for himself as a like a comedy slant kind of Lonely know, Island esque rapper. Yeah, but then he talks about it again, and this is it, touch upon the show and stuff too. He also like. Ended up, I guess, being better at it than he expected, and mm. people really like actually came to really like his music as the music itself. So then that kind of got a, but it's not necessarily what he wants to dedicate his whole life to. Like right. that's not necessarily the career he wanted is to be a full time musician. So it's just this weird tangle now. This is the career he's got now. Yeah, where this is the kind of the thing he always wanted to do, but also the rap thing is is bigger than he ever expected, and so people expect that of him still. And 
you he ended up with a thing where a lot of his fans, obviously, naturally, when you try to become famous by being a rapper, want his rap. His fans are yeah, fans of his music, so they want that too. It's a whole thing. But I don't even know if I just don't know if making my music is a is a priority for him. No, it seemed like it. Which is fine. I mean, I like this show as much as I liked his music, I guess, for the most part. So it's cool. I mean, that's that's. I mean, it got us because, or well, it got me because I liked his music, and I was like, I guess I'll watch this. So yeah. I guess it went good in that trajectory. And it got me because we have this show. Exactly. And, I, like, I Jack, got, and then I got you to fucking do it. watch yeah, it. I got go, you to right. watch it. So you did the thing where you you find me wherever I'm hiding. You go come here and you grab me and you pull me in front of a TV. But the reason this season was a little bit delayed compared to the last one, according to um. What's his name? Andrew. The guy yeah, who plays Andrew Mike. Santino, the guy who plays Mike, is because he was working on the album. So if he was working on the album like last year, then. It's gotta be close. Who knows? But well, that music stuff always seems so hard. Though it, I just always talk about how they like have tracks and they will ditch all the The thing now is that like he really, he truly has been working on it now for almost a decade. Mm-hmm. Not quite, but literally like a good six or seven years at least. And so. How could it even be the same anymore, right? Yeah. Like, surely you can't even put that stuff out anymore. If he had an, any number of songs written or done or any in any, you know, various stages of completion when he started it then, I mean, music is so, like, evolving like that. Mm, yeah. That a five-year-old song like that would not play well. I don't think so. Even just reference-wise, because he's all... He's very referential in his humor. Yeah, he's very wordy and making jokes and things. And even comedy evolves like that so i don't know but we'll watch the, we'll continue to watch this tv show that's for sure darn tootin so got enough of that i think so all right let's act attack out of that into what let's do a bit of a new lucasfilm news roundup all right we'll call it and by that i mean two star wars things and a different thing but that's fine and one of the star wars films not even really a lucasfilm related it's just star wars but you get what i'm saying do you get what i'm saying jay absolutely all right the first one is it's a minor thing it's just a bit of a rumor wanted to touch on briefly is that there's now a, a rumor which i don't even know where the source is or how credible it may or may not be but that the dave filoni uh mandoverse movie finale culmination thing that movie he's making yeah is is going to be titled heir to the empire like the thrawn book like the thrawn book maybe it'll just be a one for one for one remake of the thrawn book well that's kind of the discussion people are like is it going to be the same no, no, probably it's not. never going to be the same. It's in the throne book from Legends. Yeah, yeah, it's very much from Legends, and, and yeah, for any number of reasons, they're not going to be one to one. But it's just, it is a little interesting, if if true, I guess it's big if true, you know, massive if true, even. It's just funny because that's what everyone's been calling it. If they actually did just commit to it, it, it would be interesting. It's not much of a news thing though, just in the ch- in the sense of like, yeah, that's what people have already been like theorizing or calling it or like. You know, that's basically what it's going to be regardless. Yeah. But now, like, someone said, oh, it's actually, this isn't just a thing someone said as, like, an idea. This is a leak now, so let's talk about it. Okay. But the big thing I want to talk about is, like, in terms of, like, oh, is it going to be one-to-one? There's a lot of discussion around, um, and, and we talked about when we got, like, the Ahsoka trailer and this movie was announced and stuff. But it's, you know, is it going to use the main three? Is it going to have Mara Jade? Because, you know, in the, the, the books, the Thrawn trilogy is, you know, it's just centers around the main Star Wars cast, right? It doesn't yeah. have like whatever this one presumably is going to have, which is like Bo-Katan, Bo-Katan and Ahsoka and Mando, and probably the Rebels characters and, and all of them, like in some parts, and maybe the you know maybe the main folks. Um, hard to say at this point. Yeah, but no, I mean the book is the books are just Luke Han, Leia, and you know Lando, like and Chewie. I don't know. I'm I'm interested. I would say 
you know, and there's been a lot of discussion about this, but if they did commit to any sizable role for the the main trio there, you need to use real actors. Yeah. I think. And I think you could even do like so I I don't know what, you know, the guy who portrayed Luke, right? The who actually was like the stand in for mm. the you know, CGI. the deep fake stuff. That guy looks a lot like Mark Hamill to begin with. Now, I don't know what his acting chops, chops are. are like. So maybe that's an issue, in which case just get an actual actor then. You just fucking cast somebody. But I think you either got to decide if like if this is sacred or not. I don't know. Yeah. Because if you think no one can ever portray them again, then like, what is what is this if not that to a different degree, right? Yeah. We say it has to be, you know, Mark, Mark Carey and Harrison. Then like, okay, then I don't think making weird like robots of them is cool either. That's almost worse. Cause you're I like, think so. You're, yeah, it's just weird puppeteering. So yeah, they just got to pull the trigger one way or the other. Mm-hmm. I mean, they already did. I mean, I I kind of would have hoped that Solo being recast for the movie, right, would have kind of opened the floodgates on this. But I, I guess that movie, you know, we all know that movie didn't do very well. And I think audience reception as well is also just kind of mixed on it. So yeah, maybe they decided that that was the problem with it. You know, you know how studios are always liable to take the wrong lessons. Yeah, they're like, well, this ne- ne- never be profitable again. Or they'll release Venom a second, or Morbius a second time in theaters. But I mean, I we've talked before, I got no problem with Alden Reich. I would say if they wanted to have a live action, if they were going to do this, use him. Better than Harrison Ford, maybe. <laughs> Who said Insane. that? You're so, you're, Who said that? You're so out of pocket. No, no, hold on. It's just that. so unnecessary. Someone is here in the room. <laughs> I don't know. I think he's a better household. He, there it was again. He just said it again. It's true. You know, they hate Jesus for the same reasons they use who hate me currently. Because he spoke the truth. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Solo's the second best Star Wars movie. <laughs> it's insane. It's, I, I, just, I mean, so. he's fine. I, I like Alden Nine and Rank a lot. I just said that. But it's wild to just say he's better than Harrison Ford at being Han Solo. I mean, that's insane. It's just, that's just unnecessary. That's what I you believe. Just stir in the pot. Well, me? But yeah, I would say use him. A lot of people said, and I never really considered it, but just use Billy Lord to be Leia. Oh yeah, which makes a lot of sense. I mean, there's the the quote, you know, the problem of she's already in the movies. Who gives a shit? Just who's no one's gonna care except for you, I Twitter man. Um, she, and she actually does look quite a bit like her mom. So, uh, just do up her hair, do the buns or some shit. It'd be fine. I yeah. bet. Who's gonna notice? I wouldn't. I'd be fine with it. And then yeah, the that guy for Luke or just someone else. And just if you're gonna do it, actually do it. That's all I say. If you're gonna be about it, be about it. As we say yeah. in the show. Yeah. Again, either you gotta, you just gotta make the decision. They gotta come in. Either we can't use, like, we can't tell stories of these characters in live action because we don't want to recast, or you just, yeah, you gotta actually use real actors. That's all. Yeah. I just, I, I, I think this is like nothing. Having the weird robots do it is is unsettling and bad. doesn't always work and looks no. awkward. Yeah, you can't have your cake and eat it. No, not at all. Um, and then in terms of Mara Jade. I actually saw an interesting kind of spin on it, which is like, so basically, real fast forward, Marjade's story is that she was the Hand of the Emperor, which is like basically the, you know, she was a, a dark Jedi character mm-hmm. in Legends. Um, one of the Emperor's like, you know, assassins and, and, you know, he was, she was trained directly by him, you know, force user and all that. And then the, she's introduced because she's like real mad, wants to kill Luke and all because he killed the Emperor. And she's like, you ruined my life. I was a, you know, I was it was sick. I had it made, I guess. I was killing people with the force. It was great. And obviously, she comes around, right? Yeah. Don't they have a kid like, together? You were, yeah, yeah. And she's like, you know, the emperor was like bad, and she's like, oh man, maybe you were right. <laughs> and then, yeah, they they fall in love and get married and have a son eventually, and then she's killed by their nephew. 
So it'll happen. Don't you hate it when that happens? Yep. People have, I think, pointed out accurately that I don't think you can do that in canon. Um, you can't hit a lot of those beats, right? Yeah. I don't think it makes sense for them to be married. They're really together because basically you're going to jump bump up against the problem. And this, you know, this happens a lot in a universe like Star Wars, right? Where everything's interconnected and everything's building around each other. And, you know, we exist in all these different eras, mm-hmm. which is like, why have we never heard of her? Yeah. And then if you make her a Jedi as well in the New Order, then um, where did she go? Yeah. Which... And a lot of people are like, oh, well, she's more, you know, there's more to her character than being Luke's wife. I mean, yeah, like she obviously appeared in a lot of stuff before she was Luke's wife. But I mean, I don't know if I guess it, my thing is, if you take away her being a Jedi and being Luke's wife, you, you really aren't left with much. That's no. all. Um, so I don't know. I'd be I'd be curious to see. But the theory I kind of saw that I thought was interesting is what if um, they bring her back, but they don't use her in the original trilogy kind of era. They use her in the sequel trilogy kind of era. Right. So they just move her forward forward about 30 years. Okay. And she's still an agent of Palpatine, but during the kind of the sequel era. And you could just replace uh, Luke with Rey. And she wants revenge against Rey because Rey killed the Emperor. And then Rey, like... Turns her back. Turns her back to the good side. And then she can become a Jedi with Rey and stuff. And even you could even have them do a relationship or whatever, if you wanted to or not. That Disney's first gay character. Yeah, yeah. Disney's 15th first gay character. Oh, yeah. They love it. Um, although that would be that would be hard stuff because that would actually have to be a legitimate thing, right? Mm-hmm. If you're gonna make them on screen gay, then like that would really actually be a commitment. You couldn't do the all oh. their bullshit half measures on that one, right? Yeah. Oh, we can they cut it off for China, whoever wants it to get cut out. But even if she just made them good friends, like she brings her around and then she joins the the new Jedi Order and is like a and you know they're they're friends. She marries revived Ben Solo. Marjay does. Yes. She still raise man. Oh, yeah. Wild. That was all I want to talk about with Heir to the Empire. I mean, it's wild because this movie's going to come out in like five years, if ever. But Be fun. I'm reading the Thrawn books right now. They're they right. They're not actually. Well, they're, I, I don't want to I'm not trying to have too hot of a take here. They're certainly good, but they're also not like life changing. I don't know. People talk about Heir to the Empire like it's the best book ever. Like written. the best Star Wars book ever written. I don't know. It's fine. I also think it's funny because. It's just that it just goes to show that people just don't remember the shit that they read or watch or anything. Mm. So many Star Wars fans being like, "Oh, blah blah blah, they ruined Thrawn," or like, "Why? Why is New Canon so bad?" and this and that. And it's like Thrawn gets Thrawn, despite all his his brilliance and shit, right? Because the people are like, "Oh, when you put him in Rebels and you have them, you know, get beat up by the good guys in the kids show, it makes him look like a loser, right?" Which is like what they say about Grievous and stuff in the Clone Wars too. Yeah, but I don't know. At least in the first book here, which I'm about halfway through the second one. He loses at, like, every turn. He's foiled, like, time after time. Like, he yeah. is brilliant, but he's also, he's not infallible. So, mm. that's all. All right, you ready? Second point? Yep. The second point on, the, on, on, the, on the roundup was uh, that the Star Wars Hotel is closing. <gasps> end of this year. <sighs> Rats. We were just about to go to there and review it. What do you think, Jack? How do you feel about this? Um, I feel like they had poor planning. They thought... They really put a lot of things into idea that maybe probably didn't work the way they wanted to and was never going to. I think that's really what it comes down to. There's a lot of people who are like, well, I think I think there's a number of plays uh, of factors at play here. Mm-hmm. One is all the stuff going on in Florida with Disney right now. Oh yeah. In general, that's going to have an effect regardless. Um, but yeah, I think even despite all that, I, I think just the, kind of the premise of this place was flawed. And there's a lot of people like, oh look, you shouldn't have made it five thousand dollars or whatever. And it is very expensive, right? 
But I, from what I've been reading, I've not to be a big, you know, mega corporation apologist or anything, right? But from what I've seen in this case in particular, they actually the thing itself is probably priced fairly, right? Mm-hmm. In the sense that is it is an expensive thing for them to put on, you know? Yeah. Um. So in that sense, like it's not like you know all of that money. Like there's just you know two or three grand just on the top for Disney to skim off. It seems like because you have to pay so many people and, you know, they all are in costume and they're actors as well. It's not just a normal hotel kind of thing that it's, um, it really is pretty cost intensive. Yeah. And basically what it comes down to is they, you know, they probably just overestimated the market for something like this. Right. And the simple reality is that like, yeah, an experience that is this like full on is pretty cool, but it's just probably not sustainable. No, long term no, no. to get people to pay for. So how many times is someone going to be able to do it? Well, that's the thing I, I've read or and seen from people who have actually done it is that it isn't actually the type of thing you would want to do many times over. So even if you were an uber wealthy person who like had the money to just burn on like you know Star Wars bullshit like that five thousand dollar holidays here and there, just left, right, and center. It's not even the type of thing you'd want to come back to like every single year. Mm. And even then, I don't know how many of those people could there even feasibly be to sustain it, even if they're, you know, if it was that kind of experience. Yeah, not many. I think basically what it is is they're, if they reopen it, which they're going to have to do something, I think, mm. it's going to just be a little more toned down. Instead of like, you pay for like five grand to stay there for two nights, right? And you're just locked in the whole time and you just explore and do all the activities solely. Because you know that's how it is, right? Yeah. Like, it's not just a, it really isn't a hotel in the sense that you stay there and then you go to the parks and then you come back and sleep there and stuff. It's literally like you pay t- to stay there and to do all the activities within there. You stop at the Star Wars part of the park, the Galaxy's Edge, but mm-hmm. in general, the whole point is that you do everything in there. You're paying to do stuff, not to stay there. Right. And uh, yeah, I think they're probably going to just make it more of a traditional hotel that is Star Wars themed and tone down some of the other stuff. Because I think that would probably be more compelling to people. And you could do it bigger. That's the other thing. Is like It's only 100 rooms. Oh, that's nothing. That's yeah. all they could fit in. And which maybe is part of the problem cost factor. Mm, is that like yeah. they only have so many. Got to make up that loss somehow. Yeah. So, I don't know. I just find it kind of interesting. Like I said, a lot of people are like, oh, ha, ha, ha. I mean, there's obviously the, the crowd of like, look at Disney. Can't do anything right. They went woke and now they're broke. Yes. <laughs> this photos are woke goes to die. Exactly. You get it. I do think there is some truth, though, even though we're not big, like, Disney Star Wars haters. I mean, it turns out we actually like a lot of it. <laughs> to the idea that they probably overestimated the love for the sequel trilogy. And, and they couldn't have known because, you know, when this stuff was in motion was before even, like, The Last Jedi came. I mean, even before even The Force Awakens came out, right? I mean, mm-hmm. they had to be working on this stuff for years and years. Yeah, the lead time on this is be incredible. So I suppose I understand on some level they're wanting to be like, no, we're going to commit all into the sequel trilogy, right? Because it's new and it's flashy and, you know, it was successful in a lot of ways. And there's probably some element of just like, well, the Disney, you know, this is the quote unquote Disney era stuff, right? Like this is the stuff that we oversaw. So it makes sense that that's what they're going to put in the park. But in general, I feel like they'd be better served probably with the original trilogy sort of era. That's more iconic. Yeah. To, or maybe even the prequels at this point. Yeah. Based on how tastes have shifted and nobody has any sense of force, uh, hindsight to be like, maybe the sequels are the same thing as the prequels were when we <laughs> were kids. I also think they could potentially shift it to this, this Mandoverse kind of era. Oh, which yeah. Is new Disney stuff, right? But it's taking place in that kind of middle ground and we have all these new exciting characters who have become iconic 
in their own right. But then you also have the the more classic original trilogy like iconography, you know, mm-hmm. your normal stormtroopers and all that. So I think that could work as well. Oh, my Grogu room. Mm-hmm. Just a room, just a big, big Grogu head in the middle. Be great. But yeah, I, th- the thing is like you just, it, it really did appeal to a very niche sort of audience, yeah. which is both, it was like, you basically had to be all three of a family, uh, rich and a big Star Wars fan, or at least two out of the three, I guess. Yeah. I mean, maybe if you were a family and you were big enough Star Wars fans, you would save the money even if you weren't rich. But I mean, even if you were rich and a Star Wars fan, you probably wouldn't go by yourself. No, not at all. Because it's not really built for that. Mm-hmm. Like, I, it seems like I think I don't think they had solo rooms at all, or maybe they had like very, very, very few, so they were very hard to get for people who wanted to do it solo. Yeah. Um. Or then I guess I don't know how though I don't know how a solo room would differ from. Um, like a double, like a couple room. Mm. Maybe they had one, like smaller beds even, or maybe people just bought a one of the double. I don't know. I guess the difference is that you don't get to split it with another person's income, right? I mean, yeah, that would you be part gotta of it. Got to shoulder shoulder it all yourself. And even then, a, a lot of it I think was determined by how much you were willing to engage with it or not, right? Mm. Which again is just going to vary so much because I, I'm sure there's people who went just to do it. Again, that that's sort of like really top tier people who have more money than they know what to do with who would just be like sure we'll do this right who probably don't care about star wars all that much yeah and now you're you know you you really have to buy into that right like you Mm. have to commit you have to be doing the role play kind of you have to be engaging with the people to get your money's worth out of it basically and i think that's hard for people and it would definitely be hard for i i like even me as much as i love star wars right i think i would trouble with that especially if i was there alone like yeah someone to kind of bounce off of i would think so like so even and I think there's probably even lots of people who are like my wife and or husband whatever my partner doesn't even want to go right like yeah. I'd be into it but they wouldn't and so even then I'm not going to go right mm. they're going to drag somebody along in that that intense yeah, experience yeah, exactly again for that cost and that yeah all involved you just wouldn't you'd have to leave the misses behind Jay you and me would tear up the the Halcyon's legacy the Star Cruiser oh yeah I'd steal all the little gadgets we put Star Wars we get Star Wars names who would you, would you be like a bounty hunter Jack you think I'd be Luke Skywalker. Fuck, I was going to do that. You took my joke. Ooh, too late. That's like, oh, we'll be bounty hunters, right? Smugglers, maybe? And you'd be like, yeah. And then I was going to be like, actually, I'd be Luke Skywalker. Do you think you could do that? Like, if I showed up in, like, because I think that is a thing. So, I know at the normal part of the park, if you're an adult, you're not allowed to dress up in costume. Really? Yeah, I think it's like, I don't know if it's a safety thing even as much as, I think it's just an aesthetic thing. I think it's like, we don't, they don't want, and and that, that applies to all the parks, actually, right? Mm-hmm. with all kind of costumes i think it's not just like the star wars land. it's because they don't want kids to think you are the characters yeah yeah that's I probably for that's the best because you don't want like kids running up and grabbing you if you yeah, look yeah. like Luke. i think that's really all it comes down to i don't even think it's like a we hate fun yeah it's not it's definitely but, like um a... i think on this you can you oh. can commit and you can do the dress up and stuff like you can wear robes the jedi robe and stuff and uh so yeah, do do you think if I dressed up in like an accurate Luke Skywalker cosplay and asked them to call me that, would they? Uh, I wonder how well they're trained. I really would like to like. But here's the thing too: is that even with my encyclopedic Star Wars knowledge, I don't think I could carry on a convincing conversation trying to pretend to be a Star Wars person. Right. Because if you think about it, all the lore and stuff isn't really applicable to like day to day conversation between humans. Right? Yeah, I don't talk about like the lore of America. I'm like, this yeah, exactly. reminds me of the Battle of. Yeah, exactly. Gettysburg, you know? I'd be all like, oh, you know about the legendary exploits of, you know, the bounty hunter Din Djarin? They'd be like, no, not really. That's not really common knowledge. I'd be like, oh, do you know about the 
well, I know all 12 Jedi Masters who were on the council, and they're like, that's you know, it's not a conversation, yeah. really, is it? They died 40 <laughs> years ago, man, 50 years ago. We, you'd have to just do the made-up Star Wars dialogue, right? Which mm. I think would also probably work. Be like, oh, you know, the T-74s, they replaced them with the F-26s. You know, like they do in Star Wars, where they're always talking about the new land speeder models. And yeah, you have to just bitch or new guns, non- nonsense like that. They're talking about some random gathering on some random cluster of moons in yeah. some far off sector. It'd work. We could pull it off. But you go far enough that eventually the like actor looks left and looks right, and he leans and he goes, "Hey man, can you? What the fuck you doing here, man? Can you just?" But there's some stuff. I mean, you could ask people where they're from. Yeah, they'd probably give you a whole little spiel about that. That'd be fun. Be like, where are you from? And they'd be like, oh, "I was born on Jakku," and I'd be like. Pfft. I'd probably, you know, if I really wanted to commit really to break these people, because that's what I would do, because I like to fuck around. Where would you pretend to be from? I'd be a Twi'lek. I'd get in full, like, oh, Twi'lek. I don't like, know if, if... Go balls to the wall. Dressing up as an alien might actually be a step too far even for that, because then again, you run into the same problem oh, being where people would think you're one of the... Because I know that's the other thing, too, is that there is lots of aliens, mm-hmm. but there's not really any aliens in the normal part. I mean, again, it seemed pretty dope. Mm-hmm. I do think that their commitment to... Immersion was kind of a double-edged sword in the mm-hmm. sense that it's like people. canon, you know, right? Yeah. And the way they achieve that is that the premise of it is that you're on like a cruise in Star Wars, right? You're on a spaceship that's just cruising around. It's just a pleasure cruise, though. Like, so it, which on the one hand is really easy, right? Because you say, well, how do we make this, you know, uh, a hotel like type of, you know, dining and, and entertainment? <clears throat> experience into a canon thing well we just say that's what they're doing right yeah this is just a bunch of people getting together we're getting together and dining and and having leisurely times but then also it's kind of less interesting right Mm. there's no like oh nothing like intense like oh yeah then this the separatist attack or whatever well there is stuff like that like the first order and the resistance fight and all but still no one no one would ever say like "Ah, i want to live out of the star wars fantasy what do you what do you want to do i just want to like go on a cruise like a star wars cruise like the summer vacation lego special <laughs> so it works and the, well that's literally the same yeah one, you know? that's yeah it's star. Yeah. so it's i think it's interesting i just think the whole thing is is fascinating to me like i said that that commitment's impressive but i think it probably is less interesting and, and there's a chance that maybe they'll again like tone that down and make it into like i don't know it's a fucking jedi temple or whatever right in mm. a way that like that doesn't make sense probably like you know that's not really adhering to the lore but that's probably secondary going It'd be pretty forward. cool it would be pretty cool, I guess. Be like, you're in the Yoda wing. Go, oh, look at Dagobah. Oh, look at all these, all the places where the Jedi mm. are from. Just yeah. Real easy but to just pick. And- ultimately, what they did is like, you know, it's by definition kind of pedestrian, right? Mm-hmm. Be like, yeah, we're just civilians on a cruise. Again, it works on that level. Like, it's kind of cool. And in that sense, I, again, I would be kind of into it. I, I appreciate the commitment to everything. And like I said, I'd like to think I would try. I don't know. Maybe I'd be too nervous to ask people weird questions. Yeah, I would feel kind of weird. I'm never too good at that, like, never done any of that LARPing stuff. I don't know if I, I have too much pride to do anything like that. I mean, the thing is, you know they're committing too, right? Which yeah. is all you need. Yeah, as long as you know they're not going to be like, ah, gotcha. It's all yeah. a big prank. <laughs> it's all a big nerd. We thought you, we, we, did, we, we were trying to see if you were doing Look at you. Oh, did. my God, he actually did it. Look at he's pretending like he's in Star Wars. <laughs> like the guy's dressed as a Twilight. But you're like, you're a, uh, but you did it. Turns out they were all actors. I'm getting Everyone. paid for this. Even the other guests were also just actors. Like jury duty. Guests. Oh. Like that show Jury Duty. Oh, yes, yes. Like the show Jury Duty. It's a good show. I was watching some of it with my parents. And Funny. they'd laugh and, and you would cry. I'd feel so. And then hit so. you with sticks. <laughs> they'd go, ah. They'd hit you with the lightsabers. They'd bring them out and just. Go, no, please stop. Smacking you with them. 
And then they, you know, put you up in some, like, crucify you and put you up next to all the other people. But yeah. Ultimately, all this is to say, I, I'm not going to mourn it, I don't think. I guess I had already resigned myself to the fact that I probably was never going to go to it. Both because, I, I, yeah, I really don't know if it's the type of experience that I would want necessarily really want to yeah which again is nothing against it and i just don't know if it's for me i like you said i've never been in that kind of thing i really do think i'd probably feel a little awkward about it like mm, i would i for would sure struggle with that a little maybe uh, but then yeah it's just too expensive i mean as much as i love star wars and all i and, and again i know that there's a lot of people who went and said they really did get a lot out of it and they felt like it was you know kind of all they hoped for and more but i don't know i guess just for the thing is for the cost right i think you could do like other more impressive Star Wars things, even like I think that yeah. would do. I think a similar cost to doing this would get you to probably to Japan for the next celebration. I think it was a. I think it's a similar cost breakdown, a, right? Oh yeah, it's a it's an expensive flight to Japan. If it's like five grand for two people, and you got to get there, and that's two nights. I think you could do. I think you could do all of Celebration mm-hmm. in Japan for two people for similar Japan celebration, really please. I mean, you got to get to Japan and back. You need you need accommodations, and you need. Obviously, to get into celebration, yeah. But I think it's similar, and I think I would probably get more out of the latter. But mm. whatever, just interesting. Like I said, a lot of people are like, "Ha, oh, ding dong, the witch, is, the witch is dead." I just, I just don't feel that strongly about it. Me neither. Like I said, who knows? Maybe a lot of people who are theorizing, like, "Oh, it's because they were, it was bad, or the profit models didn't work and stuff." It really could just be that they're like moving out of Los Angeles, or they're moving to Los Angeles out of Florida, Florida, because I don't think they have one in. Los Angeles. I think it was just a Florida thing, mm. and you know the, the that feud they have going on with Meatball Ron is uh that's great is uh causing them to make some business decisions as well. Or it could just be that Big Daddy Bob Iger came in and was like, "This is stupid. Kill it. <laughs> Whose idea was this? Kill it. Kill it. Kill it now. Why are we having so many Marvel shows? Spread them out. <laughs> Jesus. Moon Knight, Miss Marvel, and Shulk in one year. You crazy? It's too many. Too many." Spread them out. So I think he, I think there could be some some truth to that of like this is this is just excessive. This is just indulgent. Mm. Do something else. I mean, again, even just the fact that they could only they only did a hundred rooms at a time. That's not a lot. Not even close. Is that even like it's just it really might be the wrong kind of business model for something like this. This mm. is not the market for it. Because and that's the crazy thing. Even for something as big as Disney World and as big as Star Wars, I just still don't know if there's enough people to get on board with it. You know. Because this really, you know what it's closest to than anything? What? This is like, it was like Westworld, right? Oh, yeah. Like, you showed up and, like, pretended you were in there. And that's just a lot. They make you wear the hats with the cameras inside. The difference with Westworld, I guess, is that that's more general, right? I mean, just being the Wild West is just more, I think, accessible to more people. (laughs) And also, it was way cooler. I mean, you you don't get to pretend to shoot anyone. Westworld Star Wars would be sick. Well, yeah, like like actual? Hack hack a couple people, people to pieces with your lightsaber? Oh, if they had... Uh, oh, my God. If they oh, had gosh. effective lightsabers. But it'd be that weird thing where it's like, how do the guns work? Because the guns kill the robots. Well, like in the show, in Westworld, right? You just do whatever. Bolts yeah. just don't hurt you, right? You just walk through. So it would just kind of be that. You could pretend to swat them all away, but they would really just not hit you or whatever. Mm. Don't don't think too hard about it. That's true. That would be crazy, actually, though. Getting to hack people, hack Stormtrooper hosts apart with a lightsaber. That's insane. I'd feel no remorse. I feel like I would. You'd see a very human-looking arm, and you'd be like, oh, my God. I think so. What huh? do I know, though? Not much. Um, Any other news? The, yeah, the last one was Indy 5. You seen this? You seen this? You heard about this? I hear this. You this? Indy 5. A little Jay Little impression for you, fellas. Uh, I have. I saw the video of Harrison Ford tearing up. That's good, right? Yeah. That's. He seems to be really proud of it. Uh, 
But did you see the reactions? Have you seen any of this? Uh, That's what I was referring all, to. All I know about is the um, in relation to that clip I just mentioned of the standing ovation that they got at the film thing. Oh, hey, I can see. I forgot. <laughs> Let's bring it up. So here's the thing. Oh, this is a fun way to do it. So they aired it at Cannes, right? Cannes, Cannes, however you say that. The, yeah. The French bullshit. Ugh. And um, it did get a standing ovation. Now, maybe this is entirely too much reading into it. I'm inclined to think so, but I don't keep up with this stuff, so I'm just deferring to people who have. Uh, apparently, they got a, a like below average standing ovation, which this is insane. I just can't even hardly wrap my head around this. But I literally saw someone unironically say that like anything less than a 10-minute standing ovation is kind of a lukewarm reception at Cannes, which is... I just can't... I, I hate that. I hate the concept of that, that there's people who are unironically... I mean, like, under 10 minutes? for 12 minutes. At, it's Is it not just a Soviet Union thing, right? Of yeah. Like, we all need to clap. We can't sit down. If Stalin sees me, stop clapping for... <laughs> for even a second, I'll be killed. I hate I just hate it so much. But apparently, it got, like, eight minutes, which is, like, a little below average. But then there's also... It's just... I think people are reading entirely too much into it. Absolutely. Although someone who was there said they clapped harder in the beginning when he was hyping it up than they did after they had all watched it. Mm. So, basically... But, more than just cans, or I guess cans. Well, so I think all the reviews have come from people who were there, right? Is the idea? Is that um, the review embargo was lifted uh, as a result of this. So I, like I said, I think everyone who has seen it saw it there, but they were able to post their reviews, which is a bit early. It's about a month early. Yeah, that's very... Which is uncommon, right? Um, the general... The, the usual rule of thumb being... If they let you put out reviews this early, it's because they're confident in the movie, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, naturally, right? If they weren't confident in it, they wouldn't, wouldn't they let you do it. Would not want you to review it until it, like the last possible minute, so that people don't know it's bad, right? Mm-hmm. Whereas if they're confident it's going to be good, they let you start hyping it up a month in advance. Because why the hell not? Um, and the basically the the reveal here for anyone who doesn't know is that right now it's sitting at fifty two on Rotten Tomatoes. Scroll and see what people are saying. Yeah, which basically, I mean, as we've talked about before, we do our little spiel. Insert a... Copy pasta of us explaining it every (laughs) single time. Copy pasta of us explaining Rotten Tomatoes here. That does mean that half of them thought it was good and half of them thought it was not good. Which, again, is is an imperfect system to begin with because the the whatever rotten score just means it's like, you know, below 50, right? Mm, Yeah. So it's a whole kind of thing. But, yeah, it's... um, it's 50-50 right now with the critics. Now, that's only 29, um, you know, and that's not certainly not the end all be all. And it's less than a proper sample size of N equals 30. There you go. So, you know, and this could be the classic example. I mean, for all we know that, you know, when dozens more critics pour in even, it right, might go up. the critic score might go up, and who knows what the audience score will be. I'm not taking this as really anything. Like, it's, it's just hard to say. Steven Spielberg seemed to like the movie. That's the thing. So there's a lot of hype people are already writing this one off. It's again, it's the same kind of crowd who are like, look at Captain Kennedy ruined uh, Indiana Jones 2. <laughs> Disney ruined everything. I hate everything. Um, why they do this, which maybe there's some validity too. Like, why did they need to make one? Mm-hmm. I don't know. Um, I-, I guess I can see both angles of it because they're like, well, if you weren't going to do it with George and Spielberg again, maybe just don't. I guess I get that. But again, at some point, I feel like people are more sacred somehow with things nowadays than they used to be. Oh, for sure. I've talked about this a lot with Hollywood, right? Where, like, people are now like, oh, why is everything, like, you know... A remake. And it's just like, I don't know. I think it's always kind of been like this, and people just decide when they want to be Up and arms about it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Because, I I don't know. Like we said, or like I said before, you know, George Lucas isn't involved in Star Wars anymore, and I think they still manage to make stuff 
and in fact, a lot of it that I find have found like very worthwhile, right? Mm. Like impactful, just all around solid additions to the whole thing. It's not all been ten out of tens, right? But I don't know that's anything. Like, so is it not worth doing at all? I mean, I also don't. I mean, again, this same crowd of people who are like, yeah, they should have had George Lucas do it because you know he would have done it perfectly, just like we all love the prequels and we all loved Indiana Jones four. Mm-hmm. The things he was involved in. That was sarcasm, Jake, because those things are the things he made that they didn't like. So it's just there's I don't know I don't know. People can't be pleased. That's the thing. That's at the end of the day. That's what it comes down to. You just got to decide how sacred this thing. Like no one should ever touch it again. Maybe I mean that's fine I guess, but also I can't really fault it. And again, also I I think it's fair to ask that people reserve most of their judgment before you know actually seeing it. (laughs) Oh, absolutely. I mean that's the biggest thing more than all this other nonsense that I was saying. It's just like. Well, you guys haven't seen the movie yet, so it's hard to say one way or the other. Mm. How do you feel, Jackie? I'm feeling. I mean, I'm. I, I think I'm gonna enjoy it. It looks good. I mean, yeah, I'm still excited. I guess I was just wondering if this happened your dampened your 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 spirits at all. No, gotta watch the other ones though. Yeah, that would uh, that probably help. I was trying to find the one where, well, it's like all the same scores, and um, <laughs> the one side is being is when you agree with the scores, and the one side is when you disagree. It's when it's like the. It's kind of like this one. <laughs> so it's like when the critics give it a good score, but you don't like it, it's because the critics are wrong. And when the critics give it a bad score and you didn't like it, they're right. You know, it's just whatever confirmation bias you need. Yeah, it's really the, the confirmation bias website. And we use it too. Oh, yeah. We, when we do this, we're, we're guilty of the same thing, to be sure. But I like to think we're a little bit more self-aware. But you can just spin it whichever way you want to support whatever way you feel. Because if the critics think it was bad, it's because they just don't have any fun and they're all stuck-up assholes. And the critics think it was good. It's because also that, I guess. I mm. don't know. How do people do this? We hate The Last Jedi, but we Joker's love... obviously good. Even though Joker's a not great movie. We uh, we hate The Last Jedi, but we love Venom. Because Venom's really good, yeah. and so is Venom 2. Yeah, exactly. You get it. Absolutely. Oh, this one's t- this one's talking shit about Solo, Jack. You see this? Or is it... No, no. Is the Joker that they gave Solo oh. a worse score than Ghostbusters? Yes. Where Solo should Solo, be okay. Solo. This is a Solo truthing post but even this solo one solo still has a better critic score than it has audience score yeah well so what do you sound like the critics still liked it than everyone else so what if anything this was going to be lower unless you just don't trust the audience either which i, know. I don't trust the audience because that's yeah uh but yeah again rotten is not the nlbl for all, again i don't know the the culture but like again i'm pretty sure everyone who's reviewed it thus far has seen it at the festival so these are not just like even normal critics, right? These are like, you know, festival growers. So yeah. these might all just be truly be the most snobby ones. Yeah. I mean, this guy's talking about the camera creating meaning on its own. I mean, come on. Inherit the directing mantle from scenes before you should know when to step it up. Uh, can't be cleanly spent. No, sorry. On visitors. From, separately from the visions and talents of those who made them. I mean, again, so this that's kind of what I was getting at though, right? Mm-hmm. That's interesting. Like, is that really the thing? Like that this it cannot exist in any form without the the people who came up with it. I mean, maybe again, if that's how you feel, I wouldn't necessarily like. So you're absolutely wrong for that. Yeah, it's an interesting take for sure. Yeah, I think there's some argument to be made there that like at some point maybe we just shouldn't keep these things going just because. But again, I mean, obviously those guys are they're both alive still. I mean, they're around. It's not like we're besmirching their legacy. They were all right with this to whatever extent, right? Mm-hmm. I mean, Spielberg, I think, is still a. He's, producer on this so I, I don't know and again Harrison Ford loves it seemingly whether that's just the emotion of the you know what is almost surely his 
final appearance as the character involved, or he, I don't know if he really did like this one or not. Whatever the case may be, he's into it, and he never likes anything. So he hates being in movies. I don't know. He wants to be a carpenter. That's all he wishes to return to, but he's made too much money. I'm I'm curious. I mean, we'll see. I do think there is a very real, you know, worry for me of this, like, yeah, of it not being maybe as deep as some of the other movies, like not hitting on the things that make those so good, right? Mm -hmm. And just being a little bit more straightforward uh, action type thing. Punch a Nazi, have a good time. Which I I think there is worry. I think there's possibly, yeah, like a uh, danger in that. Mm -hmm. For sure. That instead of like being, because those movies are kind of weird and campy. Yeah, they're they're yeah they can be campy at times in like a a guy's felt a guy's face will melt kind of way right or a head will explode or like mm. just weird gotta shit rip like a heart that. out and it's all weird and like um you know esoteric and like fucking magic's real I mean I we'll see obviously the dial of destinies makes you go back in time or whatever in this one but still it's just there's a certain flavor to it all that's got to exist I think someone even pointed out that like Indiana Jones is a bad guy kind of he kind of sucks like he's a weird sex pest right. Oh, yeah, for sure. He's sleeping with Marion when she was, like, a teenager. There's all kind of weird shit like that, where it's just, like... Harrison Ford loves sleeping with teenagers. <laughs> In real, well, well. <laughs> but, yeah, I, so there's all kind of stuff like that, where it's like, yeah, they were kind of weird and of their time, and I don't know, maybe you can't just do that anymore, and if you can't, maybe you shouldn't. But, yeah. again, reserve judgment till we see it. I'm excited anyways. So, uh, June 30th. We'll see. Certainly will. We'll see. It's just crazy how much discourse it's already caused, where no one on... Twitter has realistically seen it. <laughs> so there's like, it's probably bad, I think. Basically, that's that's what it comes down to. So are you ready to move on? I think so. All right, let's take a tech out of this. You to talk about a guy's name or what? We'll do a guy's name. We'll do Barry, episode eight, The Wizard. That was a long segment about news. It was not that long. Was it like 20 minutes? It was like a half an hour? Over, almost an hour. Shut up. It was not almost an hour. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. I was fucking with you. I just said it for the listeners, and not that you'll you definitely cut this out. Anyway, yeah, Barry, episode six, The Wizard. Um, so the big thing of this one, well, I mean, we, you know, Barry's doing his plan from last week. He's gonna go kill Kuz now, and the thing is, we we follow up on everybody, right? Yeah, we this catch up with what we've been doing in the break. This episode, I think, shows how fucking dumb Barry is I as think, a guy, yeah, as oh, a yeah. person. He's insane. I mean, we, we said this, we never said anything different, but he's yeah. a fucking loon. It's it's actually like it's so weird. I mean, that's one of the fascinating aspects of his character is the way he snaps back and forth, right? Mm-hmm. Where like in this these certain very specific contexts, he's very competent. Almost everything else, he's just a moron. It's insane. Like it's you wonder how he's made it this far and just just existing as a human. Yeah, haphazard, just making his way through life. Um, there's a fun part at the beginning where he's trying to teach Sally how to like construct a gun very quickly. Mm-hmm. And he's like, "Why aren't you telling John how to do this?" And he's like, "He's a boy. They naturally take to. They know how to do, work guns in cars automatically." It's like that was a good joke. Yeah, it was a good joke. I'm like, "Fair you fool." Also, I I feel the need to point out though, um, the pedant in me. It was a Glock, right? They mm-hmm. were, she's messing with, and she says something about the safety. Glocks famously no safeties. No, oh. maybe in eight years they make one with one. Well, you got me, Jack. Good enough. I always do. A lot of shows and movies, though, talk about safeties on Glocks when they don't really have one, so they they would not be the first one. Those Hollywood liberals. They have a, it's like a trigger work. thing, basically. Mm-hmm. It's like you have to actually be pulling the trigger for it to go off, but it's not It's not a traditional sort of safety. You're right, though. It's a Hollywood. It's, that's exactly it, though, isn't it? You've got them. I've got them right where I want them. 
Those greedy liberals want money for their jobs. Get fucked, idiots. I'm going to cross that picket line right in the new Transformers. Do you see? Oh, we could... I guess they could have brought it up at a different point, but that's going... It's interesting. There's talk that the Screen Actors Guild might go on as well. Really? Yeah, and apparently the Screen Actors Guild and the um, Directors Guild, their contracts are also about to be up. They all went on strike at the same time. That'd be wild. But <clears throat> That'd really fuck everybody over. Well, uh, yeah, that would be insane. I mean, I don't even... But, um... So yeah, Barry's leaving. I, we get the idea that like it's crazy. I, or not crazy, but it's interesting. I guess I didn't really get this from the last episode, but just that uh, Sally and what's the kid's name? John. John. They're not very close at all. It seems. No, like he doesn't want to be like around her. Yeah, like he doesn't like that he's being alone with her. That's wild. Yeah, he, he's like you're gonna stay with mom, and he looks at her and like shakes his head. <laughs> he's like, no, I don't, I don't think I want to. I want to stay with you, Dad, because you hang out with me all the time. You like kind of in your own way. Like, Which is raise me. This is just fucked. This is how you know this show's just gonna be fucked. Like, it's, this is almost somehow, not even somehow. I, I guess I never expected, or shouldn't have expected anything different, but I think they've made him worse. Because we we're just like, I don't know, he'll be in prison or die or something, but no, they just have a horrible life with, like, a fucked up kid that neither of them have done a really good job with. Yeah, and, like, <laughs> Sally seems to kind of resent them, and doesn't, or at, the, at best, she, like, doesn't care. She's just kind of, like, ambivalent towards their fucking child, and mm-hmm. then Barry's just ruined him, regardless. Because he doesn't know, like, he doesn't want him to go outside and be a person so he doesn't expose himself. It's fucked. It's, like, the worst kind of outcome. Because I guess the problem is that they didn't just, they've not just fucked themselves up, right? Mm. They've brought another human into the world that they've ruined. <laughs> they've ruined him, like, irreparably. He'll, like, wild. Yeah, there's a fuck scene where um, he's like, I want some food. So she tries to make him a grilled cheese and just ruins it. And he's like, "Well, I don't want this. It's burned and horrible." She's like, "Fine." You. I don't even think she. I don't even think he asked for the food though. Oh, she just makes it for him. She's like, "Do you want any food?" And he doesn't say anything. He's so miserable for the fact that he has to be home with his mom alone. Like it's crazy. And then she just, he makes him just do some drunk. Yeah, she just uh, which is I mean that's insane, right? Oh yeah, that's just, next level shit. And then she gets drunk. She's like, oh, "Go sleep in your bed." And then the strength. Uh, then their house gets broken into by the guy. I get, yeah, it's got to be right. The guy she rats out, and it's there's a it's a weird sequence because it's like disjointed. Yeah, it's very strange. I it's one of it's it's again it's like the even the uh you know this flash forward sequence we got at the end of a couple episodes ago, where I couldn't tell if it was supposed to be real or not at first. Mm-hmm. There's definitely mo- which again I think is intentional. There's moments where it's like is this is she like dreaming? Is she just like drunk? But I don't. It seems like it all just happened in reality. I think at some point she remembers when she had to kill the guy with a bat because you hear him say, like, "What'd you What'd you put in my eye? What's in my eye?" You think that's what's happening there? I th- I think so because at first I thought like it was the guy who's in her house, but I'm like, no, I think her brain is like putting is like smashing all oh, these traumatic memories together, sense. and then like it runs the car into the house, maybe kind of. So you think that was real? I don't. Know, that was crazy. Do they? Ha- I guess they have a weird like uh like mobile home thing. They do you must. Think? Why? Because it move. It moves so much when you hit. It, like it lifted up. Um, I think maybe that was part of her dream sequence of like it shifting around like that. Uh huh. I don't know. Yeah, I guess it's it's just yeah. It's it was very, weird. very weird. So you can't try to put the gun together, but she drops all the bullets. Mm-hmm. Um. So he he's just to he was just gonna fuck with her, or God only knows what he's gonna do because yeah, it's the guy she worked with, right? Mm-hmm. And she she got him fired and all that. So wild, wild scene. Yeah, and then. At the end, she calls Barry, and she's like, you better get back here. Like, I need you to get back here, because I can't... I'm just a drunk. I can't do anything on my own right now. I'm kind of defenseless. Uh, and I think that probably will play up, because John will be like, why'd you call... Who's Barry? Why are you, why are you saying that name? Like, that yeah. was Dad's voice. 
and I'd be like, actually, we are on the run. Like, like as em- Emily, as Sally says in the last episode, she's like, John doesn't even know our real names. He thinks you're Clark and I'm Emily. Like, we've lied to him. She said on this one, too. Did she say on this one? Yeah, because she's like, she's in the beginning. Uh, in the beginning, she was like, "I we should just leave, just move again or something. Mm-hmm. And like, and she, yeah, like, we'll just leave if it's a big deal. And he's like, well, no, the movie, if, if the movie's out there, then we'll always be running from it. And this and that, and we don't want him to see it, you know. You don't want him to see those lies. He knows the real you. And she's like, he thinks my name is Emily. And he's like, yeah, but he knows the real you. I mean, yeah, I guess so. In the sense that the real her is just an alcoholic now. <laughs> yeah. Oh, that's wild. Um, yeah, that's where we end up with that subplot. And we could do... Uh, let's G- talk about Kusano. Kusano. So he's been living in Israel. <laughs> which is wild. I guess, was it established that he's Jewish or what? I don't know if it was. I couldn't remember. I didn't want to I assume just because it was Henry Winkler. I think it was established, but maybe it not. It must have. Hey, we probably said some offhandedly thing about it. But So he comes back because of, as we saw last week, because of this movie. And it turns out it's because he wants to shut it down. He doesn't want to be involved. Mm-hmm. Um, which definitely reflects a little bit of growth from him, where he, if if it's genuine, which it seems to be, that he's just he's truly like, no, I don't care about the fame or the accolades or anything. Like, just I don't think it's right to make this movie to glorify this guy and uh, all that. Yeah, to immortalize him, as he says, uh, he goes and finds his son. And so it turns out the fallout of of that whole thing when he shot his son is like he just seems to have left. Mm-hmm. Ran like off. He just kind of ran off, like immediately fled the country, and so the DA and them are like trying to have a talk with him, right? And his son is, yeah, they haven't talked again in another like eight years. They're all estranged again. Um, so yeah, it's interesting. But yeah, he he genuinely seems to want to shut it all down, and uh, he he reconnects with his son again, and that seems to be going cool. So yeah, his son is doubtful. He's like, you don't want it. This is what he said last time before mm-hmm. this happened. He's like, nope. I'll and, and then. Again, he shows a little bit of growth. Instead of being like trying to convince him, like, no, no, I'm being serious. He's like, well, I'll just show you. Like, you'll just have to wait and yeah. see. I'll prove it in my own way because I know I'm going to do it and you'll come around. Um, so it seems very measured. I do you think it's interesting? Like, the, uh, I don't know. I feel like you could have handled it better. I mean, you need to do the drama and everything for the show. It's like I always say with mm. a lot of stuff. But I mean, I don't know. I guess, is there any way out of that? Like, it was a genuine accident, right? You yeah. shot his son. You think, is there? there I mean, he was being. Chase, he like did think he was gonna die. Yeah, is there no uh, recourse for that? I mean, surely his son would have understood. But I mean, it's hard to get over being shot. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, it's by your own dad. He very had problems. But maybe it's with. because he ran like the way he handled it after the fact. He didn't be like, oh my god, I shot you. Let me fix this. If, yeah, if you're like, you genuinely like scared me. I was afraid for my life. Sorry, I accidentally w- winged you there. And I fled to Israel and didn't call anybody <laughs> for eight years. I had to hear from my agent whether you were dead or not. <laughs> so that's pretty wild. But again, it seems like he's genuinely grown. But maybe not. Mm-hmm. I guess we'll see. Uh, Barry shows up to his son's house and is going to go in and kill him. And then his son, Gordon, his grandson, Gordon, shows up, who's obviously a teenager now could spend another eight years. And he hesitates when he sees him, maybe because he's thinking about John. He can't bring himself so. to. Well, I think, well, it's the type of thing where, like, how, I, I think, yeah. I think he just didn't want to kill the kid regardless. I mean, I guess, was he okay with killing the son? He might have been. He seems like he was. Can you can you get away with that if you don't just shoot him, everyone in there? I don't know. I feel like you gotta. Also, doing it in broad daylight with just a handgun, bad plan, it seems. He might have lost his edge. But anyway, he's gotten away with crazier shit in this show, so I guess he did not. He, he did plant a bomb and then wait outside to get it blown up. Remember, the LAPD in the show are comically incompetent. Yeah. So. <laughs> Unlike the real LAPD. <laughs> Very good. Uh, But, so the, the whole episode, though, he's trying to justify this, right? Mm-hmm. 
Let's listen to all these, these pastors. To, yeah, these these religious podcasts um, about the nature of sin and whether killing can be right or not, which and, is crazy. He's just insane. He's really come off the deep end with this one. And uh, two out of three of them are like, killing is like the worst thing you can do. Don't kill people. And then, very funny, the Bill Burr one. Uh, where he's like, I killed a man back in three. And people were real shocked at the little remorse I feel for it. Kill- I tell him it follows my religion. <laughs> he killed a man on the ice in a in a hockey <laughs> e- exhibition hockey game. Like this is just an absolute lunatic. Yeah, went to prison for it and everything. Very funny. Very good cameo. Um, but yeah, I it's crazy, right? I mean, the fact that he's even trying to possibly cherry pick it because when he's and they're you know they're citing all these examples where it's like you know stuff pertaining to like war and and you know. The Israel's conquest of their enemies and, and all this nonsense from the Old Testament. And it's just like, in no way, shape, or form does that any way relate to, like, just killing someone that you don't like, basically. That's all it comes down to. Like, yeah. Gustav has not really wronged him. Not even, in, like, right? Even yeah, in, he, he, like, I guess turned him in, but Barry's a murderer. Like, he killed... Yeah, it's just so hard to possibly take the high ground. Which, again, I guess that is Barry's whole thing, right? Is that he just can never actually take responsibility for his actions. So, so it makes sense, but like Jesus, Barry. And yeah, just the way he's trying to cherry pick and in, in the moment where yeah, it's the Bill Burr one, right? Where it's like, yeah, killing's great or whatever, and he's like, that's all I need. All right, he's like, stop oh, right got there. it, perfect. Which is insane because he somehow is, he he really does seem to put so much value in his religion now, right? But then he also is trying to he's trying to scheme it basically, right? Yeah. I mean, he's trying to nickel and dime his way out of it. That's, I mean, I mean, we see it with a lot of people follow. They're like, well, technically, like uh, like soaking with Mormons, <laughs> sure. <laughs> Take all those loopholes and yeah, that's basically it. It's like oh, out. I I believe in this wholeheartedly and and truly am afraid of hell and want eternal salvation and all that. But uh, I'm really gonna loophole it while I can. Like that's crazy, right? Either yeah. you do or you don't. Like I don't know. Mm, why is it? It seems be pretty honest. explicit. So to be like ah, I can't. and even you know Sally calls him out for that in the beginning. I'm like look at this. I mean, what are you? You're gonna kill a man? Like we're supposed to be all religious now, right? What the fuck? Yeah, a court family guy. The Bible's pretty clear about that. Mm-hmm. Um, and at the end of Barry's little plot with Cousineau, Cousineau's in his house where his agent used to live and has a bunch of antique dolls, um, weirdly in his room. Uh, and he's like, all right, now I can get on the doors open, but a bag goes over his head and it's, he ends up in the Jim Moss garage where we know what happens when you go in that garage. That's right. No one has survived that. Barry might cause he's insane. The only guy who's maybe crazier and like more, yeah, insane than Barry himself on this show is is Jim Moss. And we see the big a big board behind him in the background. It's like out of focus, but you can see all like the papers yeah, he's got and the, the lines. big conspiracy clearly red string board. I would I'd bet dollars the donuts to the next episode when we I assume if we go to Barry first or whenever we get to Barry part, it's gonna start with Jim Moss being like, I've been looking for you for a while, Berkman. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Um so yeah, and then I think next is Fuchs. The Fuchs slash No, no Hank. Hank. So Fuchs comes out of prison finally, mm-hmm. and now he's cool. He's all cool. He's all tatted up. He's tr- I guess from last the last time we saw him, right, where he gained everyone's respect by not snitching and and taking the beating like a badass that that really earned him some capital in the in the clink, mm-hmm. and he took off in a big way. So he's like a gang leader type character now, and uh, he gets out and he's like, "All right, Hank, you got to reward me for keeping your secrets, right? I never spilled the beans." So that's worth something, right? Which I guess fair enough in mm-hmm. that type of business. Um, and so Hank's like, "Yeah, I got like money for you. Like, here's some money." And he's like, "Oh, I want. We're gonna need jobs and this and that. And we're gonna. I need to get Barry." And he's like, "Oh my god, everyone wants Barry. It's all the sh- everyone ever wants. It's all about Barry." 
Who hmm. knew? Who knew the show called Barry would be all about Barry? I'll be the one guy, and he's like, just stop it. He's just like, not, not one of these fucking people can let him can actually let go. Yeah. Well, the sleeping dogs thing, right? lie. I guess that's the ironic thing is that he is kind of like this narcissist who, yeah, also feels he can do no wrong and stuff. And and Barry's got all his own flaws, but everyone else also just can't, you know, help but uh obsess over obsess him. over him too. So it's it's interesting. But he's like, I want to get him. Because I don't know what's the th- what what did he, what the hell did Barry do now? Like I feel like the last we left off, they were doing pretty good. But then why why is Barry why is why is he mad at him now? Who, who the Fu- fuck knows? Fuchsia he left Hank. maybe maybe because he left. I think because he left. I think because he like ran out. Because last him. we saw him, Fuchs was like, "I'm not," t-, or he's trying to stop Barry from being assassinated, right mm-hmm. by the guys in there. And yeah, and then he won't snitch on him, even though I guess he really didn't have much to snitch. But yeah. that's last we see of Bar- of, yeah. of their dynamic but now he's back to i want to kill barry again why what did i i don't know so it's maybe just to get rid of him i don't know doesn't you mad that he didn't come back for him i know in a lot of cases it's literally being played up for like you know comedic effect comedic effect but at some point that gets it's a bit it's uh i think it's run its course yeah i think so the whole back and forth between them it's it's uh what's it called overdone yeah i was just it's it's what is what is the expression it's grinding on me. It's, it's something on me. Grading on you? Grading. Yeah, maybe it's grading as well. Yeah, grading, I think, Jack. Good job. Like cheese. Yeah, it's grading on me at this point. It's cheesing on me. But then Noho Hank has just become a... They've just done successfully uh, the same bit. thing, right? Yeah, he's got... He's like a... He really seems to have gone mostly legit. Mm-hmm. He built a big statue of Cristobal. A big little history panel. Uh, he's got a nice office. And a nice house for to set him up in. And... Hank's just like, doing super well. Yeah. Then they have a big dinner. Where they're like, ah, you know, you'll be on, you'll be on the sites. You'll be protecting them. You'll get a bunch of money. We'll all work. Seems together. like a fake thing, basically, right? Mm-hmm. Like he's just trying to make them happy and and yeah, kick them back a little bit for helping them out. But it's probably not even a real job that needs being done, right? But and it's a legit thing as well. He's not giving them like weird. They're not doing crimes and shit. Yeah, right? it's literally just like yeah, you can just stand around and guard the sand, I guess. <laughs> yeah, keep keep track of that because that needs to be done. But we'll keep you on the payroll because who cares. And then they all have a party, get drunk, and Fuchs gives a big long speech about this barista he picked up. Yeah. He picks up a barista, and he's like, I'm in love with her, and she's a daughter who's in college, and I'm a father now, <laughs> and she's so smart. And there's a fun, and he's like, she's going to, what was the school they said? I don't know. He's like, that's a good school. A very good school. Yeah, it's very nice. Um, yeah, we got another Chechen guy who's basically just another, he's like Hank. He's like Hank. He's Hank's 2.0. Hank. It's kind of fun. Yeah, he's Hank's Hank, exactly. So he's kind of fun. Um. And then he's like, and it's great that you killed Cristobal, Hank. He's like, nope, actually, you're wrong about that, Fuchs. And he's like, ah, come on now. I know, I know that you know that I know. We all know. And then he like really upsets Hank. Hank's like, you know what? Deal's off. Actually, get the fuck out of here by 7 a.m. tomorrow. We're not working together. You're done. He's like, what the hell, man? Uh, so we'll see how that goes. Uh, based on at the end of this episode, it's like next to him on Barrier, they're all just standing around in the house in the morning. Uh-huh. Just like, it's just like a scene where they're all sipping, drinking some tea or coffee altogether. Yeah. So it seems maybe that's just to be like, and nothing actually happened or just planned it for laughs. Um, I I think they'll probably, the two of them will stick together just for like convenience sake for the rest of the episode, rest of the season. Yeah, what are they going to, I mean, what are they going to do? It's only two episodes left. It's not much. For, that's true. It's true. Maybe when Barry resurfaces, it's all going to, we're all going to kind of converge. Right. Yeah. And like, even though Hank is like, oh, come on, Barry's old news or whatever. It's going to spur him back. Yeah, maybe when he's, if he is there. Because, it, yeah, it's easy to be like, well, he's been, you know, he's successfully disappeared for almost a decade. Eight years. It's not really worth falling up. But he, if he's right there because he's doing this whole thing, 
I think Hank would be like, well, fuck Barry, too. Because he's also still mad at him and all, probably. Mm. Um, but, yeah, I don't know. What do we, I mean, yeah, we're, we're coming to the home stretch, huh? Yeah, two episodes left. I don't... I remember I always said that he was going to die at the end of this season. Like, that's going to feel like where it's going. But it's like, I don't know. What's... Like I said, it almost doesn't matter. Yeah. He's already... The sun is just... It's so distressing. He just, he just lives a kind of empty life. Yeah, I don't know what to do. It, it doesn't matter. It's hard to tell if they Barry... lock him up or shoot him or anything. It doesn't matter. You can send him right back to where he... Like, to live with his drunk wife and his yeah. messed up son. Yeah, that would almost be as bad as anything. <laughs> yeah, I, I almost... Like, we don't get a... Like, we obviously tell Sally's is interested, but I can't tell if Barry is just doing it because he thinks he still wants it or if he's actually, like, into it. Because it's hard... To the tell. family thing? Yeah, because he's it's kind good, of nuts. Yeah, he is kind of nuts. Because like, he doesn't really know what it is. He always has a warped sense of everything. So it's like, does he is he actually full in? He's like, no, everything's great. And I'm in a great time. This is exactly what I want. Or is he just like, I'm doing this because I literally have, I mean, I can't do anything else. Yeah. I can't go anywhere else. I have to stick with Sally because she's the only one who stayed by my side and I have a son. He's definitely trying harder one way or the other, right? For yeah. whichever reason, he seems to be more into it than her. But that could just be. He he wants like to use Wanda's yeah. son. He's con- he's trying to convince himself at a certain point. It's, it's, I mean, they 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 really do get along. Like he loves his son, and his son actually really does love him. That's good, but probably that's more a side effect of Never one of them's it. at home every single day doing nothing than anything else. Well, that was a good bit too. It's like it's for work. He's like, you don't have a job. Yeah, well, I'm, I'm getting a job. We get the move. If if this interview goes well, no. <laughs> so there you go. Good stuff. That that was direct confirmation. I because I, w- I was pretty sure, but I wasn't entirely sure. But yeah, he's just been doing nothing, <laughs> laying about <laughs> for eight years. Wild, Wild, bizarre situation they got going on. I'd be miserable too. Should I be a alcoholic? I think. Oh yeah, I'd be a diner worker. Especially because the crazy thing with her in particular is that it was so it was all voluntary. The fact that she was willing, just like let's go, Barry. Yeah, that was insane. I mean, that was such a crazy move on her part. Yeah, that she's paying for. Wild. She could have just like again like just about. turn him in. We could have just she could have turned him in and also she, made all that money. She could have genuinely had a successful career. What the fuck? Is she, is she insane? I mean, they're perfect for each other. They're both lunatics. We didn't mention. I don't think we mentioned last episode, but we see um, in the scene when Kusner resurfaces that executive walks past a billboard for like Mega Girls Four or something with that actress. So she. Oh yeah. She clearly so it shows that Sally could have been had some kind of. She would have had that all that whole yeah, yeah. cash cow. And then that other show like. He's a whiz kid or some wizard yeah. show after that. When also, Bill what's Hader's her name? Is, I don't think you mentioned that either, but what's her name is successful. She's now finishing like a 10 season run of that oh, show. Oh, yes. Um, not Isabel. Whatever her name is. Whatever her name is. The girl plays um, whatever in The Good Place. Yeah, she's in The Good the Place. Robot. You get it. Yeah. And they have that little like talk where they're like, you know, when you got here, you were awful. <laughs> All their co-star, but you got better. Um, But I think that's funny that Sally's watching it with like resentment because obviously oh, yeah. she never had that. But also, her show wasn't. I don't know her show would have gone for ten seasons. Probably not. They didn't make the same kind of Most show. Most shows shouldn't. So, and a lot of not even Seinfeld went for that long. Well, that's probably it's all danger too, though. Mm-hmm. Is that it? Probably really isn't a good show, but just keeps going. And then so then Sally gets to say, "Look, it's not even a good show." But Sally's show probably wasn't good either. To be honest, probably good for like a season, and then be like, "Well, all right, got to keep going." I guess. I mean, they dropped it immediately, right? They didn't even keep it on the service, so. The algorithm said it would be bad, and algorithms are never wrong ever, not even once. I think. Um, All right, you think that about does it? I think that about does it. We can take out of that into what do we do next? Science corner to do. So this is the this is the topic I've been putting off for many weeks, listeners. Someone, um, 
people in my life who know this podcast called me out. They were like, Jack, you said you were going to do a, a feature right the week after the One Science Corner, and then you never did. And this is from March 30th, so we're a bit late, almost two months late. But this is about uh, the massive meatball made of woolly mammoth DNA they made. So uh, let's see what it says here. Where is this? I'm going to read this over in a minute. So these people at um, Vow, I believe, this company called Vow, uh, printed out, 3D printed out a culture of meat uh, using woolly mammoth DNA and elephant DNA to fill in the gaps. And they made a big old ball of meat to prove that they could do it. Not for consumption, just to see, like... They're cowards, Jack. Can I just say that? Oh, of course. They haven't tried it yet, and that's to me, that's bullshit, all right? If you're going to make them... Why would you make it a meatball for, like, it's just... To, to quote Uncut Gems, why would you show me something if I couldn't have it? That's right. They they've, sa- it's, they've, like you said, it's just to show they could. They didn't ask if they should, Jack. They only asked if they could. This is classic. This is Science Gone Mad. This is Jurassic Park this all is, over this again. This is where woke goes to die. This is, <laughs> this is exactly what I call it. All this woolly mammoth stuff. It's given me so much Jurassic Park vibes, Jack. They, I learned recently, I didn't know this, when they bring back the woolly mammoths, which they've been talking about doing, they intend to reintroduce them into the wild. That can't be a good idea. What are we doing? That's to destroy everything. Come on. That's such a horrible idea. So a little bit more scientific, because we're trying to be a little more scientific in the science corner here. Uh, to quote <laughs> oh, this sorry. from the Smithsonian Magazine. No, no. I Didn't uh, mean to bring the IQ level down. No, 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 no. I just saying I didn't. I just kind of ran no, 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 through just, it. No, Jack, no, no, no. You, you were don't fine. need to back, back it up Set. now. Well, fine. Say it with your chest. Uh, to be more specific, it was made with using a DNA sequence from mammoth myoglobin, a protein that gives meat its color and flavor, as well as genetic data data from African elephants, the mammoth's closest living relative to fill in any gaps. Um, the sequence into cell inter, uh, insert the cells into sequences from se- sequence into cells from a sheep and coax them to multiply into 20 billion cells that made up the final meatball. Uh, they said it's not for human consumption because. We don't know how the human body will react after 5,000 years of not having it in our diet. I think it'll be fine. It's so fucking stupid. There's no way that that's actually a concern. Like, like I'm saying, they're just cowards. What could be in there? Because it's not actually 5,000-year-old meat. It's just like genetically similar to... Uh, like, What could be in there? They know what's in there. They made it all, And it's right? partly African elephant. I think I that already exists. It's not been in our diet for 5,000 years. 99% of the shit that I eat wasn't part of the human diet as of like three one months ago, right? You're telling me that summer freeze Mountain Dew is part of the human diet? If I give it to uh, a prehistoric man, his heart would explode. I think so. I think he'd die. Exactly. What what kind of nonsense is that, Jack? They're cowards. Let me eat the mammoth meat, okay? Why would you put it in a big meatball if I couldn't eat it? In the words of... What's it? Oh, I forgot her name. Marie Antoinette? Thank you. Let them eat mammoth meat. That's what I'm saying. Uh, Again, what kind of bullshit is that? Like, our our body isn't going to be adapted to it. Like, you, yeah. You, you, you stupid nerd, I'll out. kill you. I'll kill you dead. <laughs> tell me I can't You trying eat. to tell me my body is evolutionarily adapted to drink Mountain Dew, or is it just a thing I do to it? <laughs> I, I subject it to it. Mountain Dew's illegal in Europe. You understand that? Look me in the eyes when I'm talking to you. Look at me. It's illegal. You coward. <laughs> Maybe it should be. Well, hold on. Let's not go it should there. be up to me, though. I should decide. And I should decide about the mammoth. So I just can't. I just can't wrap my head around it. There's no way there's anything in it that's so bad that it would like instantly cause harm. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense to me. Like you Again, what it, what is it, like? That only makes sense if you presuppose that like we have to slowly, like gradually introduce foods into our diet for our body to be able to adjust to them. No. What am I like a like a 
sickly houseplant, yeah, <laughs> or a sickly Victorian child. Yeah, I'm like a, I'm like one of those weird succulents that you need to really be careful about. Oh, jeez, oh, I put, I gave it an ounce too, more water, an ounce too much water, now it died, it exploded. Like, no. <laughs> no, again, do you know what I had for lunch today, Jack? No, you don't want to. Okay, tell me. Well, it was like I had some sweet tart candy, and then Jesus. I had some salt vinegar kettle cooked potato chips, and then I got a big bowl of ice cream. That's your lunch? Well, yeah, that was uh, so. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. You trying to tell me I couldn't handle a little mammoth meat? <laughs> that cat can have a little bit of mam- mam- uh, d- 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 mammoth meat as a treat, can he? I I should think I should hope if I'm making a mammoth meat sandwich and the and my cat comes over, I'm gonna give him a little bit as a treat, surely. I just I saw the same story and I just couldn't believe that they were like, bring it back that the that the yeah the punchline or whatever to the whole thing the final thing was like and then they don't eat it I was like wait what 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 the, again we, we just did it because we could this I, I, it makes me so we didn't think if we should it makes me so irrationally mad but it's just like why would you make it a meat meat but why would you call it that if you were just like this is a slab of like flesh like we've We've recreated like a muscle or something. That almost makes sense. Mm-hmm. Like as like a scientific. But if you if you made it a meat, but like what are they mixing some breadcrumbs and onion as well? I mean, what yeah. are, or what was, is it? Just a big weird gelatinous Orb. mass? I don't. I hate it. I hate everything about this. I, is there salt and pepper on it or not? I need no. to know. Okay, I doubt I, it. See, I just thought it was. We don't so know how good. it would react with a mammoth meat. Surely the whole point of the whole thing was to taste what a mammoth, so that we can be like, look, this is what mammoth. As close we can get to what mammoths taste like. But no, that's not. They just didn't. Also, they use sheep cells, so it kind of probably tastes like sheep a little bit too. I like sheep. I eat a sheep any day of the week. You kidding me? <laughs> I eat a sheep whole, like a big snake. <laughs> I didn't say that, but bit uh, of lamb, bit of mutton, bit of mutton, bit of lamb chops. Love a lamb chop. A lamb rib. Love a legged lamb. Love a butter lamb. Not really the same thing, but no, but in essence, yeah, we can we can throw that in the mix. I love lamb of God. It takes away the sins of the world. Yeah, so they tell me. <laughs> but I, God. It probably wasn't real, though, right? Oh, Jack. Oh, getting spicy at the end of the episode here. Oh, yes. I, I should say I should have sprinkled my spiciness throughout like I normally do. Uh, but I guess one more, we talked a little bit about, I'll mention about the mammoth thing. Listeners, you don't know, they bring back mammoths. Why, you may ask? Because they're crazy. They've been talking about it for years and years. Yeah. And more recently, what I've heard uh, is they're bringing back mammoths to stop global warming because what they're going to do is they're going to brush away the snow in Russia. They're going to put them in Russia, because that's a great place to put them, with all the bears and the big wolves. They're going to brush away the snow and look for like grasses to eat. And as they eat the grasses, um, the grass no longer have that insulating layer of snow to keep it warm, so it will freeze. And since it will, the ground will be exposed to the cold temperatures, it'll freeze deeper to stop all the methane that's leaking out of the ground. Because a lot of methane is being released from the ground, especially up in Russia where the permafrost is melting, which is uh, making all the greenhouse gases in the atmosphere. So we can maybe stop that. Not a great plan, I'm going to be honest. <laughs> yeah, that seems... Uh... That seems foolhardy. Here's the thing. Make a machine that does it. You could just you could do it yourself. I don't know. How practical is that? Is that really like a feasible thing? I don't think it's so. That it's likely to have a significant impact? Someone thinks it does. Also, like how I, they're, it's not even that close. No, like I said, they've been talking about doing this for years. Like, oh yeah, if we mix it with elephants, we can probably bring back woolly mammoths. But it's been so long. Like, are they really any? It's one of those things where, like, I feel like every five years they're like we're a couple years away, and then it just it just rolls over. They just wait for everyone to forget and be like, we're only we're almost there. Just to get enough funding for the next cycle. Yeah, exactly. Which I mean, I guess that's what you got to do. I, I gotta get chase the that bag. Yeah, I mean that's unfortunately what you have to do is like science people a lot of the time i know but yeah i don't know 
I thought that was insane. I could not believe it. They're just like, we're just going to let it wild. I'm sure that couldn't cause any, like, you know, unforeseen harm as well. I know how we're going to save the environment, guys. Let's just bring shit back that died. We're going to freeze the grass, but also we collapsed this ecosystem, so didn't really but matter. But the grass is out. cold now. But the gra- the gra- I, did I mention the grass was cold, though? So that's important. I get, that seems so... There's not, That's just so insane. I how much square feet, right? Like, how much area are we possibly talking that these mammoths are going to... F- cause to free is that even sound i don't scientifically know. if you brush the snow off it'll freeze how long is the grass being insulated i don't know how the, i guess i don't understand all the mechanics involved here i don't fully understand it either i don't know if, i don't know if about man was to refute it or grass maybe or, I don't, man, or s- snow or or ice because if it's permafrost that we're worried about is mm. that surely not in an area where it never really gets warm how much grass is there in permafrost type areas because i would think permafrost areas are like the areas where it's pretty much always cold, like permanently, you could almost say. One, one would hope. But again, I don't know. Maybe I don't know enough about permafrost. What's permafrost about? Is that like... Let's give it a little Google. Is that a, is that a geology type thing? Who, who specializes in permafrost? Permafrostologist. You know how ice is technically considered rock? You know that? In certain ge- geological aspects? No. In places like Antarctica, it's, you know, you can study the ice like you would, you know, rock layers and shit because of... How long it's been there. Okay, so according to this, the EPA.gov mm-hmm. says permafrost is defined as rock or soil with ice that stays frozen for two or more years. It usually lies below an active layer of soil that freezes and thaws every year. Okay. So in so according to this, you can have like active plants, so only grasses would survive because they could only go so deep, like root wise. So right. makes sense. They're what will happen? The permafrost melts. Um Oh, this is just about microbes killing us in their in our brains because they haven't oh. been around for a while. But the fun thing about permafrost, the one good thing about it all melting, is that in Russia, they're finding like perfectly preserved mammals from oh, yeah. the Pleistocene. They're finding like bear skeletons with like like not even skeletons, full bears, like cave bears with like their teeth and gums and fur. Because so like dogs are like, look, I found a piece of wolf that's twenty. That's so crazy, like, twelve thousand years old. That literally just cold is that effective at preserving things. Yeah, just I guess it's just because, like, yeah, I mean, I guess nothing, nothing could is. touch it. But yeah, that's the, dry the as well. Reason body, you know, bodies and stuff break down like that is literally just because of bacteria and shit that eat it. Like, it's not, I don't know, the like caveman brain in me thinks like, ah, things fall apart after time. Mm-hmm. They just dissolve. What do you time mean? Time kills become, us all. But no, that's not really what happens. Because bodies don't eating, just yeah. break down on their own. Things are <sighs> forcing it to happen. So I don't know. I guess cryo is real, Jack. Cryo's real. And that happens and stuff. It's not. I mean, I know it is. Like scientifically, there there is some soundness to the idea of well, Disney versus head. trying to do cryo sleep or whatever. But yeah, the fact that we just have animals. I mean, they're dead, but still, they're just. Com- yeah, it's weird how preserved they are. I mean, it happens with people sometimes too. Where yeah. We find like but way old humans. Put them in a bog. Yeah, the bog does it too, which is wild. But good stuff. Yeah, I guess bring that. Well, I don't know. Fuck it. Let's fuck around. We've, we're in the find out era. Let's find out a little bit more. I feel like. If they're gonna bring them back, and they're also genetically engineered, like we're like printing them somehow, or whatever we do, that's probably not how they do. But still, I feel like someone's gonna try to get one with a spear, right? Mm. When's the first time we get like a band of guys together who are gonna like test it out and be like, "Well, they did this back in the day. How many of us need to do it now?" Probably David Goggins. He'll probably start a team. You, you think know, so? Maybe Could. him. Joe Rogan be like, "Oh, Joe Rogan would be so on board with that." I think about spearing a uh, woolly mammoth. Like the the meat. It'll make you so intense. It's me, Joe Rogan. Probably would. Elon Musk will probably do it. That probably. actually probably, I mean, I know the whole, like, the meat makes you crazy or whatever, and, and you know, Bill Burr makes fun of him. That's very fun. You know that whole bit? Oh, yeah. 
But I don't know. If I if I actually in real life, if you killed a bully mammoth with a spear and then got to eat it, do, don't you think that actually would be intense? Maybe that's why they won't give it to us. Something is too powerful. Something is too powerful. If we give us the, <laughs> the mammoth meatball, <laughs> give me the mammoth. No, I think meatball. I'm saying the whole process though. Oh, it would like of killing it yourself with a spear. It would. It would. It would. It awaken know, something deep inside. It, yeah, you. exactly. It would connect you on some primal level with your ancestors. But wouldn't doing that to a deer have the same effect? Well, yeah. How many people hunt deers with like spears though on the ground? Also, it's, I don't even think it's a different thing. Yeah, because it's so big. It's less of like four of us crowd around a mammoth and poke at it with a deer. I don't know. Didn't we mostly like run them for a That's long time true. and then you'd throw a spear at it? It's really hard. Uh, wait till that. its heart explodes. I'm not gonna do that. I mean, I'm not. I don't know why I think I'm somehow competent enough to fight a well, that, mammoth. Well, either, that's the but, man in you. You're like, yeah. well, I, I, I just see red, and then you'd be over. Whereas the deer, it's like, oh, that's cardio. I'm describing. I can't do that. Like how I could fight every Pokemon. You <laughs> could fight every Pokemon. I doubt it. We've done this before. <laughs> I know, I did you simply perfect. would not. Yeah, Denny's. I could. Some of them have. <laughs> Some of them just have weaponry that you're unprepared to deal with. Is all. That's what you think. I'm. I, I, I concede that most of the Pokemon, although even then, a lot of them are made of rock and metal and shit. A lot of them are fleshy creatures which could be killed by, by, hands. Know, by mortal hands. weapons. But I just think a lot of them would kill you very quickly before you could get to them because of, they just have more effective tools. We'll see. Again, like, you know, the whole premise, which is their elemental powers. And po- monsters. Yeah, but even then, like, a lot of them are just mostly animals. Right, like yeah. Pokemon or Pikachu's a monster or whatever, I guess. But he's like a, you know, he's a, a little rat. rat. Again, if you got a hold of him, I have no doubt you could kill a Pikachu. I'm just saying, Pikachu also wields lightning. I think he could stop your heart, so it wouldn't really be. A, it'd be a non-issue. If they didn't have the powers, they wouldn't exactly be Pokemon, Jack. Like you're just describing, can I beat up a bunch of like fucking rodents, right? But the whole fucking point is that they're not just little mammals. They have magical powers. That's that's it. That's what's what all about. Milk tank, the cow one. Yeah, again, uh, some of them are basically just mammals. I guess milk tank you could, but it stains on its legs. It would probably <laughs> fuck you up. Could you imagine having to fight a cow? Just think about that for a second. God forbid it can stand up and like use its le- arms. Leave that pause in of us thinking about fighting a cow. Think about it. <laughs> could you, about you, it. Would you even pretend, like for even a second, that you could fight a cow? How big's a cow? Check any cow, anything over there, like a two-day-old cow. <laughs> I could fight a three-day-old cow. I don't even know if you could, dude. Mm, okay, maybe. Mm. Jack, do you realize how big a, a, an a, animal, a, a, a full-grown cow A cow is, is big. I t- again, I don't think you have tools capable of harming a cow. Like, you you don't have weaponry. What if I don't cut my fingernails for a while? Would that help? No. Hmm. You're, Jack, your fingernails would tear off the beds far before you would penetrate the cow's thick hide. Jack, that's, that's what true. they make leather oh, out right, of. Hold on, I know what leather Fucking is. Fucking idiot. I know what leather is. You're not beating up a cow. You're not beating up a milk tank. You're not beating up a goddamn Gyarados, all right? We're, it's over. We're done. Hmm. Grumble, grumble. I could be in the Denny's. Anyway, we're attacking to the end here. Anything else? No. Damn Anyway, All right, we're attacking to the end. Again, as always, thanks so much for listening. 101 episodes, almost at the two years. Maybe we'll think of something to do. Maybe we won't. Uh, as always, you can find us or listen to podcasts. Those are the two options. Those are really. two options. Do or do not, there is no try. I think Isaac Newton said that um, when he was green. What was I saying? Aaron, Wherever you find us, you know, fucking whatever. You listen to it now, so who cares? Uh, you can contact us on Twitter at Akatech Jazz. That's Akatech J A Z. On Gmail at Akatech Jazz at gmail.com. On Instagram at The Akatech Podcast, all lowercase. Um, we're going to po- try to post more and really reach out. So, you know, follow there, get little updates, little fun little posts. Um, you can always DM us on any of those to get like comments, questions, suggestions, uh, anything like that. 
Um, we'll get enough questions to do a Q&A little segment. That'd be fun. And only political questions, though. It's the only ones we'll answer, but our deep political <laughs> opinions. As always, our logo was done by Jeffrey Gonzalez. You can always find him at inkocean.jpg on Instagram or on Redbubble. Our intro is in my friend of the show, Celery Salt. You can always find him on Spotify and SoundCloud with his various musical uh, tracks. And as always, we wrote it, we produced it, we built all the sets. Say goodnight to the people, Zach. Good night. Good night. Godspeed. You gotta stop it. I never will. <gasps> it's going forever. <laughs>